Blog Talk Radio. Carolina, 
but you know, as uh, the orange, the the orangeman came in with an offer, I think about two weeks ago, and so um, I guess the young man took some time to think about it. Uh, I tell you what, we saw some of the graphics that the Q's head department sent out. It's pretty neat stuff. Uh, around the Low Country, we had a bunch of kids signed as well. Uh, Fort Dorchester, I think, had four uh, or, or, or five or six kids signed uh, uh, for football today. There's other athletes signing around the Low Country, uh, around the state as well. Um, you know, there were some surprises we saw today. I think one of the big no-nos uh, you see throughout the state of South Carolina is when a college or university within the state doesn't sign a single player from the state of South Carolina. We saw that with Furman. Furman didn't sign a single player from out of, from, from South Carolina. They did go out of state as far as, uh, I believe it was like Oregon and several from Texas and California. So very, very uh, shocking on that. Uh, a lot of people were kind of talking about, you know, the moves Limestone's been making. Now, Division Two is a little different. Everybody knows that Division One football, there's 85 offers or 85 scholarships, and that's it. Now, there are walk-ons, preferred walk-ons and things like that that may get academic money who don't get scholarship money. Uh, man, I tell you, so I saw all the chatter talking about, you know, man, Limestone must be, you know, breaking the bank with some money. And, again, that doesn't mean because the kid was offered that they were offered a full scholarship. I did pull the roster, just checking on that, and it was kind of interesting. They had 62 freshmen or redshirt freshmen currently on the roster, 32 sophomore, 20 juniors, seven seniors, and two graduate students for a grand total of 124 players. Wow, that's big. Now, they did throw out some offers around the state, especially. We saw a lot of kids uh, choosing Limestone this year. To me, it seems like they were the, uh, the school that seemed to – kind of pop on the social media the most. And, and, you know, I've actually visited uh, the school. It's a pretty neat school. Um, I got to meet Coach Sturt, the head coach, back uh, in 2018. It was about January 2018. Got to see some of the facilities and things like that. Uh, the stadium is actually off campus. Uh, it is shared with Gaffney High School. That's why Gaffney is such a nice stadium. Uh, they were in the process of building some uh, practice fields with the nice Astro turf by the football building. So, you know, it was a pretty interesting thing, a pretty interesting show, uh, a site, you know, checking it out uh, back then. Um, Newberry, they took a bunch of kids, especially some from here in the low country. Um, you know, uh, South Carolina will be joined by one of their signees. Uh, Mr. Sanders has been on the show with us before. Uh, but, you know, there were also, too, a lot of the fans – you know, the normal fireworks, to me, didn't seem to occur today because, you know, with the way that the kids are taking uh, classes and schedules these days, a lot of them are graduating in December. And we saw that. We saw a lot of guys sign early and leave the state of South Carolina. They're already at their school of choice. You know, they're hoping to go through spring practice, summer school, kind of get the books, get the weights, get the program, kind of learn what's going. Because a lot of, you know, it's a, it's a – compete now situation where they want to compete, you know, in, in the fall as, as true freshmen and, and start that clock, you know, and hopefully, you know, you never know three years, it might be in the, you know, competing for the NFL draft spot. So um, it's kind of interesting though, uh, looking around uh, here in the low country, I didn't see any big uh, signings, uh, you know, with the, the Clemson's or South Carolina's or Georgia's 
uh, yet. Um, but, you know, some schools aren't, aren't done. I, we did have, I think, probably the biggest school in the low country uh, is the young man. And I, I, I didn't mention it because he hasn't signed that I'm aware of. Um, but the uh, defensive lineman over at, um, at Fort Dorchester also picked up uh, an offer from Syracuse uh, University. So I, I do expect for 2022 that this show might have to go five hours just because when you look going down from Beaufort uh, up through uh, this area, through the Low Country area, Charleston area, Dorchester, you know, this kind of Tri-County area, and up into um, Horry County especially, you're going to see a ton. There are a ton of uh, 2022s that are Division One and even big-time major Power Five Division One prospects, uh, and they're just a lot throughout the state for 2022. So, you know, those guys hopefully will have a camp season. The 2021s did not right before their final year. That may have hurt some of their chances. The whole roster management situation has hurt a lot of kids' uh, chances to earn spots just because colleges haven't known, you know, what the NCAA is going to rule as far as the scholarship numbers. But, uh, you know, so it's uh, 6-10. It's been nine minutes of trying to catch up. We will be joined by David Shelton, who's uh, right for the Post and Courier. He'll be joining us uh, this evening as well, uh, talk about some of the same things. He may talk about the uh, the Twitter war going on between two rivals here in the low country with uh, over basketball between three rivals, Oceanside, Collegiate Academy and Bishop England. Be a game played tonight. Uh, Bishop England uh, is back out of the game due to, um, for what they say is COVID reasons. And uh, Oceanside was not very happy with their uh, reason opponent uh, backing out of a home game for Oceanside. And so um, it kind of picked up some steam on Twitter and kind of went to the papers today. So maybe Dave, maybe Dave can give us some insight on that as well as, you know, some of the, uh, uh, prospects around the low country and you know with signing day you kind of batten down the hatches and, and seal the envelopes and start talking about next year so we'll do that we'll discuss some other low country sports uh while he's on now i believe uh, i can tap through the glass here i believe uh richie has joined us back uh he has been out and about he has been running around he's been burning up the phones uh trying to get some of these guys from around the state to join us tonight uh, it's just there's so many to catch up with. You know, you hate to leave one school out while you're talking to someone else. So it's been a busy day working the phones, uh, trying to get, you know, uh, some final decisions to see who signed where. And to, of course, I mean, first and foremost, you want to uh, congratulate the young men, uh, especially, you know, for the journey uh, and for all the work they put in. And then, of course, you know, we're trying to line up some things for the show. So, with that, I'm going to tap on the glass and see if the hostess with the mostest is ready to pick. put down the phone with all these ballers and pick up the mic. What's up, Rich? What's going on, guys? Eugene, uh, great job bringing us in here. And it is, again, it is the, uh, the, the last signing, official signing day here on, uh, on the year for the class of 21. They're excited uh, to, of course, uh, get those, uh, I, I guess, uh, weight off their shoulders. So now they can focus on uh, what's coming up. Now, not just football signed today. A lot of other athletes signed on that dotted line today. So if you're that athlete, doesn't matter the sport, we say congratulations. We say come on in and hang out with us. Tell us your story. What got you to the point to where you were today at that moment, signing that piece of paper, knowing that that is where you will spend at least the next three to five years, hopefully, of your uh, life going forward. Now, of course, uh, as Eugene mentioned, we've got a very impressive 
group of men that have already committed to me today, by the way, to come on here and, and talk to us. Uh, like you mentioned, T.J. Sanders, a kid from Marion who is going to be a Gamecock. He's excited about uh, joining us here tonight. We're also going to talk to Jalen Hayward. He's over at First Baptist. We'll have uh, him in here with us uh, as well. And, of course, uh, start to kind of look around at some of the other big names uh, that, that I had an opportunity to kind of catch up with. And, again, it's not as easy as you think because these young men are, are really going through a ton of emotions and family things and, and all kind of things. But K.J. Scott's another young man who is out of Greenwood, who is a 6'3", 200-pound uh, all-state linebacker who's heading to the University of South Carolina. But before he does that, he'll be hanging out with us here on Southern Sports Central. Then there's Miles Walker hanging out at Berkeley High School. This young man did a thing today. That's right. He signed his letter, and uh, we'll be heading uh, to play some football. I uh, will let him tell it when he gets in here with us as well. Well, I'll say, I'll got to tell you, he's heading to Limestone. So we're excited to have him in here talking about Limestone and what's going on with him. Hampton Smith. All the way over at Ashley Ridge, big offensive lineman heading to Newberry, which, by the way, holy moly, Newberry, you've opened the doors for many of these South Carolina athletes, and we tip our cap to you, and I believe we give you the trophy of all trophies on opening more than anybody to the state of South Carolina young athletes. But Hampton will join us here today as well from Ashley Ridge. We're still waiting to hear from Chase Simmons, as you heard Eugene mentioning the, the fact that he had an offer, has verbally committed to Coastal. Well, boy, when Syracuse came calling in the ACC and, and the opportunity, he had to weigh his options, and I'm sure it wasn't an easy one. He, he had everything right in front of him, his mom, his dad, and his family, and the North Myrtle Beach family, the Coastal family, the Grand Strand, you name it, they were there to support him at Coastal, but he thought, I might need to think about it. He did it. Then he flipped his choice. And now he'll be hanging out up at Syracuse. So we'll hopefully we'll get him in here at some point tonight as well. How about Big Tone going to check in with us? Antonio Gaines. That's right. The big man's going to be coming in here, hanging out with us uh, tonight as well. Of course, Antonio is heading over to South Carolina State. He'll be a Bulldog. Uh, he's, of course, uh, excited to catch in here with us and uh, talk to us about some of the things that he has going on. How about Jordan Smith, another kid from uh, Ridgeview. Jordan also is heading – to South Carolina State. A teammate of his will continue to be a teammate as he is heading uh, over to Orangeburg to uh, play some ball over there with uh, a very five-star group of coaches. So we're excited to get in here with him. And then how about this opportunity is we're going to check in with a couple of other big guys. You mentioned Jordan Richards heading to Newberry. I believe they actually had a total of seven kids at, at Fort Dorchester quietly signed today. Seven, if my number's right, and again, uh, a lot of them heading to Newberry, a couple of them heading to some other ones. Uh, we're going to let these guys kind of announce where they decided to go as uh, they'll all be joining us here at some point today. Uh, I also got a confirmation from this young man, Jalen Crumpton. Now, he's a Spring Valley High School kid. He's heading also to Newberry. This young man is 5'10", 165. He's a running back. He'll be checking in with us tonight. So that just kind of gives you an idea, Eugene. You hear all kind of cats coming in here tonight talking to us about their commitment. Now, what I'm going to need you to do, Eugene, is as you see them pop up, tag them over in the green room, let them know they need to come in, they need to introduce their name, their school, their position, and where they decided to commit to and sign to as of today on National Signing Day here on Southern Sports Central. So that's kind of how we'll play this one because I do know at 730 we will bring in here uh, the guru of gurus, and that, of course, 
is uh, David Shelton. He'll come in from the Post and Courier. He covers it for a lot of different avenues around the state of South Carolina, and he does a really good job here with us on this show. So we're uh, putting basketball on pause for the cause just for today. We'll be back at you guys next week, but we're going to give uh, football and the sports that signed today on National Signing Day, and it is a, like, like you heard Eugene say, it is Christmas in February for a lot of us here as we woke up this morning and uh, early sent out the tweets, followed a lot of tweets, and behalf of all of us at Southern Sports Central, we say congratulations to all of those athletes. And for you athletes who didn't sign today but yet are still going somewhere, congratulations. Those who are still pushing, thriving, and driving to get to that spot. Don't stop now. You didn't come this far to just come this far. So that's some of the conversations here today. Now, a couple of things here, because we will get into a lot of local stuff, but I want to give you the top ten in the country. We'll give you a rival's top ten in the as of right now at the 6-17 hour. Alabama right now with 27 commits and had a blowout, I mean a record-setting class. That beats the Florida Gators back in 2010 with an impressive class of five five-stars, 18, 18 four-stars, four three-stars, and I bet you he'll have them five stars by the end of the week. Ohio State coming in at number two with 21 commits. Three of those are five stars. 16 are four stars, one three-star. That's pretty impressive. Oregon, how about the Ducks flying in here in the top three fashion? 23 commits. Two of those are five stars. 16 are sitting at four stars and five three-stars. The Aggies, Texas A&M, we talked about them on Monday night. Here they are on Wednesday night at number four. 23 commits, two of them Five stars, 15. Look at the high numbers of four stars. Six, three stars. LSU, oh, the SEC's got three out of the top five, and they're not done yet. They're sitting at number five with 22 commits. Two of those are five stars, 15. Or those are four stars and a handful of three stars. The Georgia Bulldogs sitting at number six. The Tigers all the way down to number seven. That's unused, uncharted waters for the Tigers. These guys are pretty good. They've got 19 total commits. Two of them, by the way, are five stars, 14 of them four stars, and the rest of them are three stars, three of them, excuse me. Southern Cal sitting at number eight, number nine, Michigan. How in the world does Michigan continue to do it? They're in the top ten. Notre Dame is rounding out the top ten. The question that a lot of people probably have is where did Tennessee finish? Well, not bad. They're still in the top 20. They're at number 16. They've got 21 total commits, seven of them are four stars, 14 of them are three stars. Texas is in the top 15 as well at number 15. Wisconsin at number 14, 13 is Oklahoma, 12 is the U, and 11 is the Florida Gators. So there you go right there. We get you in the top 15, rounding out back down to 16. We mentioned Tennessee, Ole Miss at number 17, North Carolina number 18, 19, Nebraska, 20, Maryland. How about that? Look at you doing it in the Big 12. Kind of weird saying it, but there they are in the Big 12 at number 20. Number 21, Missouri. 22 is Pitt. 23 is Mississippi State. Iowa checking in at 24. And how about the Razorbacks at 25? Tweaking in the top 25. If you're looking for the Gamecocks, you got to go way down this list. And it was a huge hit when Will Muschamp left. And I think it's going to be okay. We're going to talk about the transfer portal on tonight's show because uh, if you found out, you heard anything, you saw some tweets out there, Shane Beamer really utilized the transfer portal to get a lot of needs that they had rather than maybe go out and get some of these kids uh, out of the high school level. And that's just part of the process, guys. But he finishes his class at number 78. 
as of right now at six what now six twenty. He's got thirteen total commits, zero five stars, two four stars, and ten. Ten of those are sitting there at uh, three stars. So that's a pretty impressive number there. Uh, you're looking for Coastal Carolina. Where did they finish? I'm still trying to scroll through, Eugene. But you just kind of see what's going on here for the Gamecocks. That's a tough hit when Will Munchchamp uh, left. I think he not only did we see other coaches leave, but you saw a lot of other conversations uh, in that in that realm as well. But here's kind of the weird thing. As you know, Liberty and Coastal played each other in their bowl game, which was kind of a redo from the season. And because of COVID, they, they, they weren't able to play. And that actually ended up being a blessing for the Shants as they were able to knock out a very high, impressive team off the West Coast. But they and Liberty are tied for 90 – no, excuse me, Liberty is at 91, Coastal at 92. But they both have 19 total commitments. And they both had zero five stars, zero four stars, and both sitting with seven three stars in their hands. So that's kind of a, a quick look, if you will, at the national view of, of, of recruiting today. Like I mentioned, Alabama blew the doors off of recruiting. They set a brand-new high of, oh, my God, I can't believe they just did that. Florida did it back in 2010. And a, a few surprises, but like Eugene mentioned, guys, earlier in the broadcast, not as much wow factor because a lot of kids – did their wow factor about a week ago when they landed on those campuses to get an early opportunity to start getting the classes under their belt, to get some of the other stuff under their belt as well. So you're seeing guys like J.J. Jones who would have, you know, in the old days would have signed today. Well, guess what? He, he, he signed on uh, his days were in December. Now here he is. He's in North Carolina Tar Heel. He's already sitting there ready to go, ready to do his thing. So there's a lot of great conversation. There's a lot of great expectation. But I think the state of South Carolina – ultimately had a very good day in recruiting. I, I think there's a lot of kids who can breathe a little bit easier today. I, I can I cannot say enough how Newberry definitely uh, opened their doors. I would I feel more than anybody, Eugene, because it seemed like every time I saw a tweet come out in the last, what, 24 hours, it was the commitment to Newberry and taking their talents to that side of the world. Yeah, I, again, I, that's they made a huge impression. I don't know if it, uh, you know, it's a scholarship year thing, or you know, it may be some of the schools, you know, saw the opening this year and said, you know, with uh, the, the the bigger schools holding back uh, due to numbers and not knowing this or the other, that they just kind of, you know, made an all-out blitz. Um, because, like, you know, you made a good point. It, you did see them. I saw them trending. Like, you know, we'd mentioned limestone as well. Um, and for the 2021s, um, I didn't see a whole lot for Coastal. Uh, I was kind of surprised by that with the year that they had. Um, but I can tell you, well, well as you know, because you've been a kind of a part of this thing with, with uh, their relationship and, and this show, is you know they have a mega net out cast around the 2022s. And so I, we should probably see. You know, and, and I always, you know, going back to the South Carolina days, we learned then that just because you win 11 games and finish, you know, in the top 10 in the country, that in January, that doesn't necessarily mean, uh, and Wes Mitchell did a great speech on this, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, come February, you're going to sign a top 10 class. Usually it takes a couple years after your successful year because 
by the time kids are, you know, that part of their senior year, they already have their commitments made. They already have, you know, everything lined up. Uh, so any success you would have this year uh, would really parlay into uh, the current junior. So I think we'll see a big time, you know, really throughout the state. You know, there are a couple uh, in the junior class that have offers to South Carolina, to Clemson, um, as well as, you know, Coastal has a ton out as well. Uh, I had I was informed of a phone call today um, concerning one of the schools uh, that's interested in uh, several uh, of the guys uh, here in the low country, uh, part of the 2022 class. So uh, that would be really, really cool. Um, you know, they can offer a bunch, but I tell you, with, with some of these guys that I know that were discussing that phone call, uh, they could be close enough. Uh, friends-wise and, and, and whatever to kind of, uh, you know, get that opportunity to take it to the next level and, and play four more years together. So that that could be a very interesting uh, take, and we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, overall, like, you know, again, uh, I, I'll be interested to see where the young man from 4D signs um, because, again, he picked up that offer uh, from Co- Coach Bartow up at uh, Syracuse and, uh, you know, and see where he lands. And, you know, I want to say I, I know when Ryan Bartow went to Syracuse, he's got a lot of connections in South Carolina. Uh, I'm just curious: is, is are we going to see a trend? You know, Syracuse could come to Columbia and pick up a few basketball people, uh, but to be in the Charleston or on the coastal region and picking up some football players, uh, that'll be an interesting thing if it uh, continues to trend that way. Yeah, it'll be fun to see how everything kind of works out again with, with Chase Simmons doing what he did. Now, don't forget, it was only just, a, what, a year or so ago. It was a year ago, uh, two years ago. It's hard to keep up with it that Hanahan actually had a young man that uh, committed to uh, Syracuse. Now, since then, he's transferred to Charleston Southern. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, here's the thing. You know, and, and let me go ahead and put this out there because there was a tweet that we relayed out on Tennessee, and of course they got a new coach and they decommitted from a young man yesterday, which is 24 hours into the recruiting process. Okay, I reported it, we reported it, we put it out there, and basically, you know, it, it wasn't our words, it wasn't our quote, it was something that the coach, I believe, in the state of Alabama, how he felt about the situation. And I understand everybody's upset about it because this is a young kid, and how do you do this? How does this work? Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Kids do this the day of, minutes before, on the final second, they switch from promising to one school to flipping to another school. You know, it happens. That's the ugly part of recruiting. And we don't get hard on the kids when they do it because they're kids. But, however – this is one of the biggest – this is probably the first, if not one of the first decisions that, that these young athletes will make as a man, right? I mean, this happens. Now, I don't agree with it. I, I feel bad for the kid. But Tennessee – you've got to understand, Tennessee's got a brand-new coaching regime, all but maybe a coach or two. They had to fill the needs that these coaches felt like they needed to fit. And, and, again, I'm kind of on the fence on this one because there's a side of me that's a father that has two boys and two girls that thinks, well, God, if that was my kid, I'd be pretty hot in pretty heavy. But being in the industry that I'm in and that Eugene and others who see this happening day in and day out, and again, we have watched videos of guys sitting at tables committed verbally to a university and all of a sudden open up a shirt and they're wearing a total different shirt. Or they go pull up a hat and it's not the hat that you thought it was going to be. It happens. 
it's part, again, of the ugly side of the recruiting. And, again, this kid, I'm sure he'll be fine. I believe he had three, maybe four other offers. I'm sure there's other universities that, that again, if Tennessee wanted him, he's a pretty daggum good athlete. So he'll land on his feet, and the good Lord above will take care of him, and it'll be what it'll be. But I wanted to kind of throw both sides of that, trying to play the devil's advocate in this thing, because, uh, you know, again, I've had a bunch of Tennessee uh, individuals reach out to me since that tweet was released, and just to get my thoughts, some fans, some closer to the program. And, again, like I told them, look, it, it, I understand it from a father's point of view, from a player's point of view, from a coach's point of view, and from a media's point of view. I mean, again, there is about four different sides of this thing that's understandable. So before you get all up in your feelings, they understand that this, this happens on both sides. And we can't just get mad when it happens on one side, right? I mean, that's just, again, the ugly part of recruiting. And, again, this is something that happens. This is not the first time this has happened. I guess it's because it's happened within the 24-hour window. I understand a little bit of the feelings that were hurt. Taking a break, coming back, and we will open up the lines as we will get ready for National Signing Day right here on Southern Sports Central. I'm Richie Alban alongside Eugene Benton. Follow us on Facebook at Southern Sports Central and on Twitter at SO Sports Central. Guys, you don't want to go anywhere because the athletes are going to be running in and out of here pretty quick, guys. So we'll be right back with our very first one. Look at that. Speaking about it. Bring it out. Coming up next, our first young man of the night who is signed on that dotted line, guys. Don't go anywhere.
And like that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring it in in style with the, of course, the Nature Boy. And it's that kind of show tonight as we welcome in to start all the fireworks live up in Columbia, South Carolina, Ridgeview High School's very own Jordan Smith. What's going on, Mr. Smith? How you doing, Mr. Richie? We're good, man. Congratulations. I know everybody's happy to happy to get this weight off your chest, but I couldn't imagine your dad and your mom and everybody smiling from ear to ear, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So who was more excited, you or dad, man? I'm sure dad, of course, did dad, Did he go to South Carolina State? Is there some history there? Um, no, sir. My dad went to Charleston Southern. But uh, we both Charleston were Southern. excited. Yes, sir. Now, now both tell excited, me about though. this whole adventure. You, you you had a handful of opportunities here, big guy. You had a lot of opportunities to go to different places. But South Carolina State, Buddy Pugh, of course, legendary coach, uh, not only uh, at South Carolina State but around the country, you know, gives you an yes, opportunity sir. of a lifetime, man. Why did South Carolina State uh, fit the best place for Jordan Smith for the next three to five years of your, your life? Um. Well, I wanted to go with somewhere where I felt home. And I wanted to go somewhere where I could come in and impact tremendously or instantly the team. So, and I also want to get my education. So, and I feel like SC State will be a good place for me to get my education. Yeah, I totally agree. We're ringing out right now with Jordan Smith, J2. If you know him closely, follow him on social media. You know exactly he's an athlete, can play anything and everything. Not only does he play football, but we're not going to keep him long because he's playing some basketball as well. So uh, they're doing big things on the court, just like they do in the football field. But Jordan, you know, uh, I saw this thing come out. I had a chance to hang out with you, uh, I guess, about, about a month ago, right, as we had a senior bowl that you were part of, man, and of course your dad was around. Uh, you know, kind of tell to us about this journey, man. Uh, what, what's it been like the last three or four weeks to getting to this moment where you were able to put your name on the line and make a commitment? Um, This has been a long journey. You know, uh, Starting off uh, the summer, I didn't really have any offers. Uh, Presbyterian was the first one to come in and offer me. And then that's when after the season or, like, mid-season, Benedict offered me. Then after the season, Newberry offered me. And then SC State came last. And, I mean, it's just been a long journey. You know, I think I thank all the coaches that uh, recruited me. And I just give them thanks for it. Now, let me ask you this. Coach Parks has done a great job at that school that you guys are at. I mean, it seems like year after year he's putting guys on a stage, signing on the dotted line now not just once but twice a year. What was the, what was the conversation from Coach Parks when you, when you had this conversation with him, I'm sure, about these opportunities and, and what kind of advice did your coach kind of give you going forward? Um, he just told me to pick the best one that, uh, fit, that fitted me. You know, he uh he pushed he pushed me a lot like as a player and like to coaches, he pushed me a lot to coaches because he wanted to see me in a good situation. So, you know, I thank him for that. Uh he also he coaches us very hard, so like you know, I just thank him for that. Well, man, I got to ask you before we get you to the basketball court, man. You talked education again. The, the football thing's got a, a got an expiration date, but the education, the degree you're going to be bringing out of South Carolina State is going to be something that's going to hang around you forever. That being said, what type of major are you looking to get into once you get on campus? Um, physical education, my major, and my minor. I want to uh, minor in business. 
look at this. You've got a game plan. You figured it out. Major, minor, and, and football. It's all going to be together uh, over there. Of course, yes, uh, you know, I know a handful of guys and a few players, but you, you're taking a buddy with you, man. Uh, talk to us about that conversation, man. I mean, two of you guys clean up pretty good, by the way. I saw the pictures over there in social media. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Me and Najan are, like, really close. You know, he's always over at my house playing the game or we either doing schoolwork. Um, actually, we filled our applications, like, side by side, so, to SC State. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, me, it, it's it's a good position to be in, you know. Um, I'm thankful for him because, you know, like, he keeps me straight. I keep him straight. So, it's just like we feed off each other and we just go hard. Like, we just work. Well, let me ask you this, position-wise, have you guys talked about a position going in there this year? I mean, I know you're an athlete, bro. You can do everything from kick it to punt it to catch yes, it to run it to throw it to tackle it. But what <laughs> position are you hoping to get over there? Um, what, what, are you, what are you looking to get done when you get there? Um, wide receiver. I'll be playing wide receiver. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll most likely be in the slot. So I'll tell you what, there's a guy named Shaq Davis. When you get there, and I believe Shaq will be there next year, but uh, if he doesn't okay. end the draft and, and get out of there heading to the draft, make sure you reach out to him and, and, and let him know we got a good connection here, man, because I tell you what, there's a lot of great guys. Of course, Coach Swaggart, uh, he comes on the show on a regular basis. Yes, here. He's a former Somerville guy. He's the offensive coordinator. I know you know him well, and I can't wait to yes, watch you over there at that big-time HPCU and some of the great band music along with the entertainment on and off the field, buddy. You're getting closer to me, so I'll definitely look forward to seeing you on a Saturday afternoon up there at Orangeburg, buddy. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thanks good for having me. Yes, sir. Good luck this year in basketball. My pleasure, buddy. Thank you. All right, guys. There you go. So, one in the books. How about that? Big time opportunity. We go back to the phone lines, and I believe I'm going to check into the 843, which means we're getting a little bit closer to home. And this could be Amari Jenkins now checking in with us. Uh, Amari, you with us, buddy? Uh, yes, sir. All right, Amari. Welcome to Southern Sports Central. Tough coach, I appreciate him getting you guys to reach out to us here tonight to be a part of our National Signing Day recap. And first of all, congratulations, man, making a, a dream become a reality, man. Talk to us about your journey uh, from uh, all the way when you were a little guy, man, to a day like today where you saw it all come in to real life. Um, it's just I've, I've been playing football since I was a young kid. It's just been always installed in me, you know, hard work and football. That's a hard working sport, so I had to get in that. And I just been putting that work ever since this year. You know, COVID, everything going on. We had a couple runs in with adversity, you know. But like our coach always tells us, we just got to stay down and the dream will come. And today I live my dream. Now, let's, let's get the rest of the folks to know you a little bit better, Amari. I know a, a lot about you because of your coach and, and just through the world of social media and, of course, living here in Charleston. But, but tell the tell the, the listeners, uh, of course, what position you play, your height, your weight, and where did you today decide that you would spend the next three to five years of uh, of your future? Um, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, right there in the middle of North Charleston. I'm 5'10", 250, play defense end, and today I chose to commit and take my sports and academic talents to Newberry for the next three to five years. And there we go again, guys. We mentioned Newberry, who, again, they get a trophy from Southern Sports Central for opening their doors 
not only to the state of South Carolina, but, boy, did they open it up down here to the low country. Amari, you, you kept watching Twitter like the rest of us, right? I mean, how many times did you see some of the guys that you probably grew up with down here in North Charleston or over there at First Baptist or just around the low country that are going to be taking this road trip with you and starting this journey together, man? How, how exciting is that to see how many low country athletes are heading up there together? Oh, that's really exciting. I know a couple people that's going up there. It's just going to be like home, away from home. We're going to get the job done. We're going to have that connection already there. Just go in and just be ready to work. Now, you had a lot of opportunities, Amari, and I'm aware of your talents on and off the field, in the classrooms, to the community, to what you do on the football field. But but what made Newberry be a place that you saw yourself not only going and playing some smash mouth football, but putting down some of the best grades you've ever imagined as you go after that degree in your college uh, chapter of life? Um, as soon as I stepped foot on Newberry, I just knew that was home. The environment, they had everything I was looking for. That's a caring place. It just, I just knew that was for me. As soon as I stepped foot on there, I was like, yeah, this is my new home. They, they, they academic-wise, I love the majors and stuff that you can choose from. They have a lot of help within the school, and I just felt like that was going to be my new home. Now, you guys learned a, a lot of lessons over there, of course. Uh, you know, I, I've got a lot of respect for Coach Waters. You're a football coach. You've got some other great coaches over there as well in, in the community that do things not only at the high school level, they do things in the youth program around the Charleston area, of course, Danny Jones, uh, you know, they, they put out a lot of talent over there in that area, man. Where did you play youth football, if you don't mind me asking? Because I think there's a story behind that as well. Um, Yes, I actually started my first ever youth football. It was at the Union Heights Raiders down here in North Charleston. And I played with them <laughs> up until I was, like, say, seven or eight. And then I switched to the um, Northwest Jaguars, who's right there in North Charleston, too. Now, did you play with, with, with Coach Anton? Was he running the ship back then for the Raiders, that Raider Nation over yes. there at Danny Jones? Yes, sir. That's the man. <laughs> I tell you what, man, it doesn't get much better than that guy, man. There's a lot of guys that have come through that, that program, man. And tell me about some of that because it seems like even Fort Norchester has got a few guys that have been through that program. Of course, you played there. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a few other guys that are on your team at First Baptist. But it, it's almost like a fraternity, man, that never – seems to, to lose track. I know I watch you guys uh, connect at football games, whether you're there watching because, you know, you may not, you know, have a chance to play against some of them, but you do take the travels if you're not playing on Friday night. But but that bond, man, how special was it as you guys were playing in, in, in that Union Heights Raider connection, man, that family that y'all were building and a bond that seems to be as strong today as it was yesterday? Um, it, that's, that's a bond. That's just like a brotherhood. That. See, the Union High Raiders, they put us together, not just with football, but they taught us. It was installing how to be a man within football. We knew to gotta get along, have your ears open, everybody. You're not just always right. They just inputted so much inside us that it just – we had no choice but to come together. Everybody was on one page. Man, no doubt. And, again, you can see it here. We've got the big man hanging out with us, Amara Jenkins. He's heading to Newberry. He's part of that big-time class that's heading there, and I believe – uh, they've got a lot of big things happening in Newberry, man. When you went for your tour, and again, I, I believe it was uh, Coach Waters that went with you guys on your on your trip up there, the weight rooms, to the facilities, to the upgrades that are happening. You know, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, the, the football on the field, but, but what attracted you as far as the facilities and the atmosphere up there at Newberry? 
Oh, that, especially, like you said, that new weight room. That caught my eye, sir. I'm not even going to lie. When you put it all in perspective, that weight room, and again, is that weight room overseeing the football field? I've seen a couple of pictures. Hampton Smith, I knew, took a trip. A handful of Fort Norchester guys were up there not long ago, and I saw some pictures from you guys. Give me the kind of draw me the picture of this weight room because it seems like they open a door, and it's almost like looking at the field of dreams behind you. Yeah, it's like if you're standing in the middle of the field and you look away from the school, it's a big building right there on the edge of the field behind the kicker's net, and it's, that's that weight room. Gotcha. Now, when you get there, you're going to go to class. You're going to get that degree, man. You're going to hang that thing on your wall. You're going to go out and be in an amazing man, not only on the football field, but you'll carry it with you in, of course, society once you get done playing football. So, what does that preparation look like when it comes to the classroom? Have you decided on a on a direction in the degree field and, and the education department yet? Um, I'm still deciding on that. I'm still a little iffy, still trying to make sure I want to do the right thing, but I just got to keep my grades up, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing now. Very similar to what a lot of us did, man. I was one of the few. I knew when I went to South Carolina, the broadcast journalism was something that I wanted to be when I was about eight, man, so it never really – left my, my ears and eyes. But I want to say this on behalf of all of us at Southern Sports Central, congratulations, way to represent First Baptist, your family, of course, Coach Waters, and all of your coaches. And, again, about the Raider Nation over there at Danny Jones getting some love here tonight on the show. But we wish you nothing but the best, brother. We are here for you. So when you guys leave, you still get to come back, come on the show. And if you ever look at a call some football on a Friday night, man, I'll, I'll mic you up. We can talk football on the radio. How's that? Yes, sir. I'm in here anytime you need me. You got it, buddy. God bless you. Congratulations. Tell your family we said thanks for the time. And I'm sure you guys are all still smiling. I know the family's still smiling as uh, you had the biggest day of your life to this point. And it's only going to get bigger from here, big guy. Congratulations, Amari. Enjoy the rest of your evening, buddy. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, look at that. Good times here on Southern Sports Central as uh, we check in at First Baptist with the big man, Amari Jenkins. He's heading to Newberry. How about Newberry getting some love here tonight? Now let's head over to the 803. I believe we're going in to uh, another side of the state of South Carolina. Who's with us? Welcome to Southern Sports Central. Uh, yes, this is Jalen Crumpton. Um, Mr. Jalen. Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. Break it down, buddy. Give us the breakdown. Where are you from? Where you go to school? Where would you pick today? And your size, weight, and position, man. Let's get a bio. Uh, So I go to Spring Valley High School in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, my head coach is Robin Bacon. Uh, I am 5'10", uh, 165, and I play running back. The running back, y'all. And he's heading to where? Newberry is in the house. Newberry. Twice. Already, Amari Jenkins is heading that way as a defensive end. And now, of course, we got the running back, future running back of uh, of uh, the fellows up there at Newberry, man. First of all, congratulations, Jalen, on this big opportunity, man. Uh, you know, Spring Valley is uh, is a special place. I remember that's the first place I've ever went to that, that, that I played in a valley, right, with the stadium there. And a lot, of, uh, a, a lot of big names have come through that school, even at that position that you're at, man. Give me that pass, man. How many years did you play varsity, and, and, and what was it like for you uh, to be uh, an athlete over there at Spring Valley High School? Uh, well, you know, uh, coming in my senior season, I had 
transferred in from uh, Cardinal Newman. So, you know, it it was a lot to get used to. But, you know, once I started, you know, to get along with the coaches and players, it was a really good season. Um, you know, uh, it was we had good team chemistry and, uh, you know, we played real to get real well together as a team. So uh, overall, it was a good season. Hanging out with a big man right now and enjoying the conversation with a guy who's going to be heading to Newberry, of course, uh, in, in a few months. Of course, that's Jalen Crunton, the running back from Spring Valley. You heard it, of course, a 4.32 great point average as, uh, you know, you start, or excuse me, that says 40. His great point average is 3.2 as uh, he does some amazing things on the field, but in the classroom as well. I'm going to ask you the same question I'll ask everybody tonight. And, again, was we know you're going to play football when you're there but you're also going to be making some big-time differences in the classroom. Have you decided on the major once you get up to Newberry? Um, I decided to to um, major in sports management. You know, uh, once I graduate, I want to take a little bit of time into coaching because, you know, uh, when I was a kid, my, my dad used to coach me all the way up until uh, till now, I guess, um, since I uh, <laughs> since I graduated. So it was something I really looked forward to. Uh, once I graduated, so. Now, you talk about sports management. What are you looking at doing with sports management? I, I, I know a lot of you guys that are heading in that direction, but for you, what does sports management look like when you, when you get this degree? Um, You know, at the end of the day, once I get it, I'm hoping to to, you know, have a business on my own, like a training facility, you know, to train different mm-hmm. athletes and stuff. So um, like that. that's pretty much about it. Yeah, and I like that attitude, and I like that look of giving back to the guys who, of course, gave to you. That's why, again, we, we are where we at because someone gave us a chance and someone took a chance, and then, of course, somebody put a lot of energy. And, of course, you know, just like my father, you know, my father was one of my big coaches uh, growing up, so I got to a certain level, and that was kind of the end of it. It sounds like you had a very similar path. Man, tell me something special uh, about Friday nights over at Spring Valley, man, at a home game. What's the tradition that you guys do uh, that, that makes that night so special to you and something that you always remember? Oh, man, well, for, first off, the atmosphere is crazy. You know, me transferring over there from Cardinal Newman, it's a way bigger atmosphere than what it was at Cardinal Newman. And they have this tradition called the Viking Walk. It's where before each game, you know, we uh we walk across the track during the uh to you know say hello to the fans and stuff before we go out on the field. So I mean it 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 was you know you just gotta take those in, especially knowing that I'm a senior. You know I just take it all in, you know. So I gotta tell you something, big guy, man. I, I'm so excited to hear that, that. Of course, you've made that opportunity become a, a reality, Jalen Heading to Newberry uh, here in a few months, man. Uh, congratulations on behalf of all of us here at Southern Sports Central. We wish you nothing but the best of luck. It looks like we're going to be taking a road trip here because there is a ton of talent around the great state of South Carolina that Newberry's decided to yank up, pull up, and put over there on campus. So we've got every reason to make sure that we're there at least one game this upcoming season. So you'll see us again. We'll get you back in here with us before you guys head off to school. But, again, congratulations. Thank you for letting Southern Sports Central be a part of your big day today, man. Well-deserved, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best of luck in uh, the upcoming chapter of your life, big man.
Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, buddy. God bless you, and enjoy the rest of your day, sir. All righty. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So we uh, check into Spring Valley High School. That's always fun. And, and, again, the story behind how they got to where they got Jalen Crumpton, big-time running back. He's heading over to be, of course, a, a Newberry athlete football player going forward, and that's going to be a, a very big deal as uh, we can't wait to uh, to watch what he does going forward as well. The lines are loaded up here. Let's head over to the 843. 843, you're live on Southern Sports Central. Who's with us? Right here, you got Savon Washington. This is Savon Washington calling in from uh, First Baptist, right? Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, first of all, congratulations on your big day today, my friend. Uh, we're, we're proud of you. We appreciate all that you left on the field during your chapter of high school football. Man, you made my life and, and everybody that does what, what we do here at Southern Sports Central across not only the low country, like David Shelton, Bobby Harden, and all the guys who cover, you know, the, the Friday nights, of course, uh, Kevin Billadews and all that. But, you know, for all that you gave us, man, for the entertainment, for the highlights, man, it, it was greatly appreciated, and I can't wait to see where you're going to announce here now uh, you're going to be going uh, in your next chapter, man. So go ahead and break us down, man. What position over at First Baptist do you play or did you play at this point? Where are you going? And uh, give us a little bio real quick, buddy. Uh, so, uh, of course, my name is Savon Washington. I'm a free safety, strong safety at First Baptist, and uh, I'm committed to the Citadel. Going to the Dell, man. That's not too far away, man. So, so, realistically, I mean, I know you guys, some of y'all live in North Charleston, some live in James Island, some in West Ashley. I mean, again, you can kind of live almost anywhere in the low country. How far is that from home from you, literally? I mean, are we talking a few minutes or a 20-minute drive? How far is the Citadel, the Citadel? From, from, from your front door? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, the Citadel, actually, from where I live, I live in Moss Corner, so it's, a, it's about an hour away from me. That's a little bit oh, of a road trip for, for, for the fam to kind of watch you, but it's worth the road trip. To watch what you're getting ready to go do over the the Dell, man. Now this is amazing. I like having uh, having you in. By the way, it was fun watching your story. As uh, you know, of course, uh, your head coach does an incredible job utilizing social media the right way to keep us updated and educated on on, on all of his athletes, man. But when you announced that you were going to the Citadel verbally and, and the conversations were out there, you know, I thought to myself, wow, that that guy right there is going to make a big difference in a quick way and, and going to do some really big things. And he's from home. He's from right here. Yes, you said Monk's Corner, yes, but let's just be honest, man. That's right down the street, man. You decided to stay home. And the Citadel's not like any other school, my friend. You, you you went into this thing with a little different aspect, man. Why the Citadel? And I know you had a handful of offers, man. So what made the Citadel uh, the place that you wanted to call home? Um, it, it stood out, honestly. Um, me and my parents and my coaches, we had some talks about life after football and uh, what how it would set me up to be successful in life and be a better man basically so uh, that's about all it, all it takes to make the decision to be, do the right thing you know what I'm <laughs> well they're going to get that together for you without a doubt my friend and I actually talked to a Citadel grad today he graduated back in 1999 uh, he played baseball over at the Citadel and uh, you know he still wears that ring on his finger and it's not his wedding ring it's actually the, the, that Citadel ring and I say man that's that's called Jossicruz. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever told you, man, but when you go to reach out and shake somebody's hand, young man, when you get that degree from the bill, make sure you leave with that hand first so they can see that big sit around <laughs> because I tell you what, <laughs> that's something that will always, and I mean the word always, you know, uh, be with you. As, it, just like it will be, of course, with you 
on the degree that you're going to get now. Let's talk about that degree before we get into some of the other parts of the center that makes this a very interesting conversation with you, Savon. When you go to this school coming up here in a few months, what are you looking at majoring in? I'm actually looking to major in entrepreneurship and business. Hey, so you want to open your own business here, uh, either in the low country or somewhere around the world. You're, you want to be your own boss. That's what I'm hearing, huh? Yes, sir. I like that, man. What do you got on? Have you have you thought about what you want to open yet? I mean, or do you want to kind of save that for five years from now when you break out? We bring you back on for a, a, a reunion. Okay. Yeah, I, I know what I want to do, but uh, we, we, we'll save it so you can bring me back for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. So, so you go to the Citadel, man, and it's not going to be like any other place. You know, you're going to go through a lot of the, the, the parts of the Citadel that makes it very special that has nothing to do with sports and everything to do with not only academics, but the military format, man, you're talking about something that's going to train you to be the best that you can be or, or prepare you to be, you know, the best uh, man that you could ever imagine being, man. It, it, was that some of the things that you kind of thought that, that when you said, hey, I'm going to go here, you know, I know I'm going to have to walk in the gutters. I know I'm going to have certain things and guidelines that I'm going to have to follow. That's going to be a little different than some of my buddies that are signing today to go to either Charleston Southern or Newberry or anything like that, man. What, what was it about the military side that really attracted you? Uh, really just being able to, to challenge myself, knowing that I, I can do it. So it's basically just like, really just like, <laughs> I don't really know, but it's like, I know I can do it. So right. it's not really too much to make a decision upon. Let me tell you something. If you can play football in the state of South Carolina, in Charleston, South Carolina, on James Island, in the middle of August and September, my friend, I don't think there's a whole lot you couldn't do in the world uh, going forward, my friend, because it is some of the hottest, most miserable days you could ever imagine. So we talk about the dog days, no doubt about it, man. I want to say this on behalf of all of us here at Southern Sports Central, man, we're really extremely proud of you. Uh, I know your family is uh, screaming all the way from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, to the Citadel, all the way over to James Island with excitement, man. How cool was it to see the family? Did y'all have your, and I haven't had a chance, but I think I saw some stuff outside that you guys had posted. Uh, who all was there today that when you did your when you did your whole ceremony? Uh, I think Channel Two and Channel Four was out there today, and uh, you know we had our immediate family, our parents, and um, probably some siblings like that, and everything like that. So it was it was good. It was a good ceremony. Now, as far as mom, dad, grandma, anybody, who, who was all yes, there? Yes, and, yes. and tell me the emotion you got with, with them. Uh, for for my parents and my brothers, it was really just uh, taking in the moment because, like, it's something I dreamed of doing my whole life. So when you finally get the opportunity to do it and, and then showcase your talents, it's, it's a blessing. Man, it is indeed, no, no doubt, my friend. Hey, man, wishing you the best of luck. You and I will catch up soon. Uh, I do appreciate your time tonight. I'm proud of you. I can't wait to watch what you do. And here's the cool part, man. You're not leaving town. That means I can run over to the Dell and watch you guys do what you do on a regular Saturday afternoon, my friend. But welcome to uh, a very special moment, one that you'll never forget, and an opportunity that I can't wait to watch you take advantage of, young man. Congratulations, Savon, and we wish you the best of luck, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. We're going to turn the city up for you. Hey, that's what it's all about, my friend, is we uh, will take a quick break as Savon Washington, all the way from First Baptist to Strong Safety, formerly at First Baptist. Currently, he'll be heading him he'll real soon over to the Citadel with the Bulldogs. A quick break, reset, top of the hour. We're not leaving First Baptist yet. Oh, no. 
Coach Waters, talking about turning it up. He has done an incredible, an incredible job getting it ready to rock and roll. He's got another young man, Jalen Haywood, coming up right after this, guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with some more of the Class of 21 on National Signing Day. Nothing more intoxicating than the meld of emotions and sensations that is Friday night. Friday night is the sound of that crowd, the pride of that community, the way that that grass smells. I've never felt in my adult life the way that I felt on Friday nights. That's what those kids are playing for. They're playing for that emotion. They're playing for that brotherhood and all of that sensory input that comes from Friday night. That's why they're playing high school football in this country. It is this common thread that weaves through the American fabric. Whether you live in Compton, California, or you live in Appalachia, if you played the game at the high school level, you have this common bond of representing that community. Anyone who disparages where the game is based on myriad reasons. I'm not buying it. I'm around the game every day on these campuses. I see the impact it has on these young men. I see the way that these coaches are able to grow high school boys into NFL or professional men. And it's just beautiful. Hey, yo. You ready? Let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mitch Yellman here live on Southern Sports Central alongside Eugene Bitton on the other side of the glass, taking the calls, hanging out here tonight on National Signing Day of the class of 21. They did that today. They did that thing uh, here in this wonderful, incredible, amazing fashion when everyone else said it can't. Well, they said it can. And, uh, again, we're excited to, uh, to have some more players on. David Shelton is set to join us here in, in, in just a few. He actually was set to schedule a little bit later, but he's got some things coming up. And that's, hey, that's the business that we're in. So uh, what we'll do is we'll, uh, we're going to bring in – I am going to head over to the lines because 
David has yet to call in, so here we go. Let's go back to the 843, and I believe uh, we're going to check in here with Jalen Hayward, who uh, is also a man on a mission heading to play college football. What's going on, Mr. Jalen? How's life over at First Baptist, my friend? Oh, it's going good. I cannot complain. I'm blessed, able to play at the Division One level, and shoot, I'm just ready to get to work. Ready to get to work. So uh, let me let you introduce yourself to our listeners who have not, may not have heard uh, this amazing young man's story. But give me your size, your weight, your position, and where do you see the next three to five years? Where are you carrying your talents here at the next chapter, young man? I'm um, 5'11", 175 pounds. And the place I see myself in the next three to five years is wherever God takes me, honestly. Um I'm grateful enough that he blessed me with the opportunity to even play at CSU. And I'm just ready to go wherever he plans to take me on my heart. You heard that. The Buccaneers, North Charleston, is going to get the service of this young man who, of course, uh, it's in his pedigree. I got to be honest with you. The Hayward name goes a long ways around the world of sports. And, uh, of course, you can uh, watch this young man if you're here in the low country do some things at Charleston Southern. So, Charleston Southern getting on the board here tonight on National Signing Day, man. What, why Charleston Southern, though? Uh, because I, I know for a fact that you had a lot of opportunities, young man, to uh, do some big things, to go some places. But you decided this was where you wanted to do it big. I know mom and dad are close by. That probably didn't hurt the decision. But wh- why Charleston Southern? Why does it become a, a, a perfect fit for Jalen? Well, like you said, it's close to home. I'm glad my family is going to be able to uh, come and support me on my games in person. You know, I have family a lot, and they help me grow into the man I am today. So having them with me on my journey, that would be reassuring. But also, uh, Coach Denson and Coach Stumer, as well as the whole coaching staff, they all bring a lot of good energy. Um, they look like they're ready to push me in the right direction, not only as an athlete, but as an academic student and a child of God. So what else could I ask for? You go from one great coach, Coach Waters, to another great coach at Charleston Southern. Man, the lessons that you guys learned during COVID season, I thought, you know, uh, built a lot of men out of you guys. It was a hard way to end the season, but you kept your faith. You continued to stay in shape. That way you didn't have to get in shape. I I can't say enough about Coach Waters and his coaching staff keeping you young men positive. And, again, a great signing class, not only yourself. We've already had one of your teammates on. Got another one coming on here in just a few but when you look at it, man, what was the biggest thing that you learned this past year over at First Baptist? Well, COVID was a real influence. It was a big impediment this year, especially for the recruiting process. But um, like you said, it molded us into men. Um, life's going to hit you. Life's going to hit you hard regardless what your age is, what you're doing. Like, you can get thrown something out of nowhere regardless of what time before you even have a chance to brace yourself. But I'm just glad that First Baptist took me in, glad Coach Waters took me under his wing, guided me through the process, and, shoot, I can't thank him enough. Let's talk a little bit about education before we get you out of here, big man, because, again, we say this, and we will echo this multiple times tonight and throughout our show. You're going to go play some football while you're at college, but you're at college to get an education, young man. What major or what has attracted you in the education side of Charleston Southern? I'm kind of glad you asked that. My my good friend of mine, she's a she's a pretty good uh, artist, and I was wanted to promote her work through a business and as well do entrepreneurship. You know, try to get the money. You know what I'm saying? So that's my I like plan. 
got some I got some future businessmen here on the show here tonight as we're hanging out with the big man who's heading to Charleston Southern as soon as this season is over, well as soon as this career over there at uh, First Baptist wraps up. Of course, uh, we're looking forward to watching exactly what Jalen Hayward's going to do, and you can do it too. All you got to do is head over to Charleston Southern in the 2021 season and watch what this young man does. Now, Charleston Southern, a little different campus, kind of like we talked about it with your teammate that's heading over to the Citadel. Uh, not as strict at the Citadel as it is at the Citadel, but yet there's some other things that you'll be going through that going to keep some structure in your life at Charleston Southern. Man, how important is that? Because you guys have chapel and and some few mandatory things that you have to go through, unlike you would at another campus, man. What what part of that that, that really attracted you as well, David? Um, some people might have an issue with that, but I actually see no problem with it. I actually think it's uh, beneficial for me. Um, to always remember to keep God close to my life and remember that he's the reason why I'm even here in the first place, even having this call. So I think it's very important. Well, brother, we're super stoked for you. We cannot wait to watch you ball out, grind out, man. Uh, what was the response between mom and dad today as you guys were signing, man? I'm sure both of them haven't stopped smiling. I actually had a chance to hang out with your dad just a couple weeks ago, man, so it's an honor to get you in here, and uh, I can't wait to cover you over at Charleston Southern and get you uh, back on this show, but uh, what, what's the atmosphere over there with the family tonight, man? Man, we're pumped. We're all excited, uh, especially both my parents. Yeah, they want to see me win. They want to see the best for me. And I can't thank them enough for what they've done for me. Well, man, I'll tell you what, they have done a lot for you, but you've done a lot for yourself tonight because i got to tell you, there's a lot of guys who were told that, that this wasn't going to become a, a reality because of the word that we don't mention on this show. And you guys were hit with it as hard as, as anybody in the state, by the way. But uh, we cannot stress this enough, man. Stay focused, get the job done. It's like trying to get in for that final score or keep them out of the end zone for their final score. And that's kind of what you're doing year after year, man. But congratulations. Best of luck at Charleston Southern. And you and I will catch up off the air here real soon, Javen. But real proud of you, big man. Appreciate you. Thank you. God bless. Always a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Charleston Southern on the board. And now we head to the guru of gurus. He doesn't have a lot of time, but he's given us some time as he is covering about nine sports in 12 hours. That is David Shelton. What's going on, big David? Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> we're glad we're not you right now, buddy, because I hope you get paid by the mile, because I know you're driving all over God's green earth. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't, but thank you for the consideration. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of things I got to talk to you about. One's a tweet, and you know it's coming, so we'll save the tweet here for a little bit, because I got to get your thoughts on that one. Uh, Eugene brought it up earlier in the intro, but Today, man, what a great day. National signing day, the second signing day. Uh, we've already had uh, a handful of cats from, of course, First Baptist have jumped in here. Uh, kids from uh, Irmo have checked in and a few other places around. Ridgeview has been in the house. And we've got Newberry, South Carolina State, the Citadel, and CCU all on the board already here tonight. Seems like to me, man, those are the kind of – those style schools are the ones who benefited the most out of the second signing period here in the Lowcountry. Yeah, that's normally the case nowadays. It's uh, those Division two schools or some of the FCF schools uh, because the big boys are getting their, you know, they're getting the gravy train uh, in December with this early signing period. So, yeah, the, the schools like CSU, Citadel, Presbyterian, Limestone, Benedict really did really good today, uh, North Greenville, places like that, they're, they're usually going to have the bigger class. Newberry, uh, you, you, they're usually going to have the bigger class of kids because, like I said, the big – 
the big guys have gone off the board, so these other small schools can see what's left, and then they can go grab these kids, which is good for those kids. Now, kind of, kind of quietly, you know, we saw a lot of schools doing a lot of things on social media, but, but Fort Worcester, I believe, had, if not six, maybe seven kids sign. A lot of them heading, by the way, to Newberry, a couple of other heading to some other schools. Uh, what, what did you see today around the low country, David, that kind of surprised you? Or top it off with, who was the biggest guy that was on the board today that, that I guess would have gotten the highest recognition out of this signing class in the low country here on the second uh, go-around? Yeah, I mean, well, there's no really surprises except maybe uh, Chase Simmons up at North Myrtle Beach uh, was committed to Coastal Carolina and decided to sign with Syracuse. So that that was a but that was a possibility because they knew we knew when they offered him a couple of weeks ago that they they could become a player. But as far as just in the Low Country Charleston area, not not any surprises. Uh, you know, some, I, I thought you know Jalen Hayward. I just heard him. Uh, uh, talked with him yesterday, and great kid, great family, uh, comes from great G's. His dad was a heck of a football player back in 1999 at Stratford. So he's going to do well at Charleston Southern. He brings him some uh, some big play potential. Uh, Mikey Blandon is going to the Citadel uh, from First Baptist, the linebacker. I would say of the, of the high schools, uh, probably Fort Dorchester and First Baptist were the big winners in terms of getting enough a lot of kids signed to uh, to various levels of scholarships. Hanging out with David Shelton here uh, as we look at a lot of things. Uh, David, you, you were the man with the plan at Charleston Southern for a long time. Uh, I mean, you were that guy that we would all call to try to get information out of. What's your thoughts on Charleston Southern's class today? I know you had a chance to kind of look at Charleston Southern, the Citadel, and, and kind of see what they were able to do in the football terminology. But you see a lot of upgrades at Charleston Southern. That seems to be what these young kids like, man. But overall, man, what did you think of their class after they got done here this afternoon? I, I thought they did very well. I mean, I, I think a- Autry Denson's very pleased with it uh, because Autry, Autry's not only recruiting football players, he's recruiting some character. And, uh, you know, you just heard Jalen Hayward. Uh, that's a high-character kid that is very motivated but very respectful and gracious for the opportunity. Uh, but they did a good job. They got four receivers today. They got a couple of linebackers. Uh, they didn't really press on any one particular position. As he said, he was just looking for really good players. They had holes across the board, uh, and, and they filled them. And this is really, you know, it's only their second class because he, uh, he only had that one class before the 19th season. Uh, then they had the COVID thing. So they're, they're still filling holes, but they, they did a good job with what they got today. David Sheldon here wrapping up some conversation on the National Signing Day 21. This is the final official signing day for this class as they'll, of course, uh, try to get everything wrapped up and put into place and kind of get their guys. Now, Newberry seemed to open their hearts in a lot of room for the low country. Man, I have not seen a school take this many kids out of the state, but they did a lot of it right here in the low country. Man, what's going on at Newberry and, and uh, where are they going to put all these kids at, David? Well, we're going to find out where they're going to put them at because uh, that's a lot of signees. And I can tell you, they do it every year. And, and uh, you know, not, not every kid is a, is a scholarship guy. Some of these guys are going to be walk-ons, which, which is just an opportunity uh, for them to get an opportunity to play. But, uh, yeah, I mean, every year they sign, uh, you know, upwards of 35 or 40 kids. So, uh, you know, but, you know, Todd and I will figure out what to do with them. 
Now, let me ask you this. When you look around and you see South Carolina, you see Clemson, uh, the Gamecocks, man, holy moly, dude, they went from being what I thought was the top 25 for us, champ out. Shane Beamer comes in. We kind of knew what he was going to do. He mentioned, um, uh, I guess, to someone that, that he went through the transfer portal to kind of fill a lot of gaps, even though he got a kid out of Marion and another young man that's going to be joining us here in just a little bit as well. Uh, with that being said, what, what is your thoughts of, of the Gamecocks uh, as they kind of uh, look to rebuild and, and, and get what they need uh, through different avenues? Yeah, I think what they were trying to find uh, for this class was just guys that could, you know, plug-and-play kind of guys. Uh, you mentioned the transfer portal. They, they will get a lot of high school guys that, that will play next year. Uh, where you're going to really be able to judge them is next year's class where they have a full year to recruit with this staff. Uh, and, and next year is a really good year in state. Uh, the 2022 class is, is really good. Uh, so if they can pull some of those guys in, uh, you know, I think they're, they're going to be fine. But uh, this year was just find guys that can play and they can play early. And uh, that's why they went through the portal with some of these things. Now, we've heard some rumors, and you know how that goes, man. I mean, social media, you just tweet it, people start believing it. But any thoughts or have you heard any any rumblings of possibly, you know, they had that free year this year of of that possibly being another reoccurrence next year because this is something that uh, is a lot bigger than I think we see it from just the eye view. You mean as far as getting an extra year? Yes, sir. Yeah, as far as like this year was kind of free football. We've heard some rumors about next year very similar uh, when it comes down to some of these athletes. You know, I I don't have any inside information. I would be very surprised if if that happened. Um, I I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I mean, we can't predict what's going to happen next next fall, but uh, I would be very surprised if they did another extension of that uh, because you'd be given. I mean, you're putting a lot of strain on some on some recruiting budgets, recruiting uh, some rosters. Uh, kids, the high school kids are really the losers in this. Uh, I, I just think it'd be very tough to do it again, to be honest. David Shelton here, wrapping it up here as we uh, let him get back to his long, blistering day here of covering the National Signing Day. And, oh, wait a minute, there's some some, some winter sports that are happening. One of those happened on Twitter today, as you saw, David, the conversation between Oceanside and Bishop England. Can we just chalk this up as an old rivalry conversation that hit social media, man? I, I, did you reach out and find out? Because I, I guess uh, yeah, Oceanside was supposed to play Bishop England tonight, but Bishop England can't play tonight. They can play Friday, but can't play Wednesday. And isn't there a two-week period if there's a COVID trace? Uh, make some sense out of this story, David. Yeah, the, the, well, the Bishop England girls team has three girls in quarantine, and the Bishop England boys have one. Uh, Bishop England has decided they won't play any more games in the regular season. They they are not going to play. They're go, they're in the playoffs, so boys and girls. So they're just going to wait till the playoffs. They're going to go into their own little bubble because they've had they've had three separate. Well, this would be a pause. So three pauses. Uh, you know the the COVID virus is alive and well on Daniel Island, and uh, they 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 just decided. If they play any more games and lose any kids to the quarantine, their playoff situation is in jeopardy. Uh, I know it's not fun for for Oceanside, you know, to lose a home game and and those kids lose a game against a good rival. But I can tell you what today did. Uh, If there wasn't a rivalry between Bishop Spring and Oceanside, there (laughs) certainly is now. So it's going to be fun to watch this spring. 
Yeah, and then you actually have somebody from an outsider say, hey, let me take care of your Twitter handle for the next couple of weeks. And I thought to myself, oh, and it just got real. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, uh, it, is, it has definitely got real. <laughs> oh, man. So, basketball is, is underway tomorrow night for Fort Dorchester, Ashley Ridge. You're going to start seeing the Dorchester County now start to participate for the first time since about mid-December, man. What, what are you expecting out of basketball going forward, man? I mean, is this – are we kind of just playing as much as we can with a little bit of hope? But uh, optimistic, man. What, what are you thinking in basketball going forward? And even wrestling, by the way, because that's up and running. Well, I, I, I have the uh, feeling I was talking with someone today, and I just I, – I think there are going to be some teams that make the playoffs that end up getting – having to forfeit the playoff game. I, I think uh, basketball – uh, especially there's just a, still a lot of this mess going around. And, uh, you know, one guy gets it, you got to quarantine the whole team, and that's just not going to be acceptable. I, I would be, I would not be surprised only in the situations where you have to play to get a playoff spot. Uh, I, I would see some teams starting to – I heard Ridgeview is going to play Friday. They're going to be done. They're the, they're the number one seed in the upper state. They're going to be at home throughout. They're not going to play any more games in the regular season because if it gets to the point now you're you're closing in on the playoffs, you lose guys to quarantine, you you're out of the playoffs. So they're going to close down on Friday. You're going to see some teams do that that already have secured, and then the, the teams that aren't in the playoffs, you know, they may play a couple more games as as they can. But uh, you know, if if the postseason is the most important then I think you're going to see some, some basketball teams just kind of hang up the the whistle until the playoffs uh, starting this weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. I tell you what, it is going to be an interesting ride. I know the gyms, from what I understand, David, are open over in Dorchester County. So if you don't have anything on the books for tomorrow night, man, how about meet me over there at, uh, at the fort. You and I can sit back and watch some basketball between Ashy Ridge and Fort, which could be a contender for the top two spots on that region, man. Both teams are very good and optimistic, and then we'll go grab something to eat because you seem to be not only the guru in high school, but you seem to have all the hot spots to where to eat at. <laughs> well, actually, that, that sounds great, but I'll actually be at Charleston Southern tomorrow night. They they got a home game, so I got to cover that. Um, but, uh, I, you know, quite honestly, I wouldn't mind being at a high school game tomorrow night, but uh, I'm going to get them. Uh, I got Thursday and Friday at CSU, and I got Saturday at the College of Charleston. But then next week, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna load up with any high school games I can find. Well, I tell you what, man, count me in with it, man. We'll go. We'll, we'll tailgate at a restaurant near you, and then we'll head to the basketball courts around the Low Country, man. Thanks for hanging out, David. I okay. appreciate you moving it around to make it tonight, buddy. Hey, I appreciate your help with that. Thank you. You got it, my friend. There you go, David Shelton. By the way, always willing and able to come on Southern Sports Central. He is one of the best in the business, guys, as he covers it right here in the Low Country. Got to keep it moving, guys, because uh, this young man has uh, waited for today for a long time, and he waited a little bit longer than I needed him to to get in here with me tonight because uh, we are now in Greenwood, up there at Greenwood High School with the one and only K.J. Scott. He's 6'3", 200 pounds. He's heading to where? I think he's heading to the University of South Carolina. How about it, Mr. K.J.? How's life up in Greenwood, my friend? Eugene, I'm going to let you work on that young man. I believe uh, we got him, but I can't hear him, so we'll we'll get him back in the green room. And now I believe we'll head over 
to the 803. And if I'm not mistaken, we're heading to uh, a young man who uh, is getting ready to play some more big football. Who's with us over there on the 803? Pharrell Gamble. What's going on, Mr. Pharrell Gamble? How's life over there in your world, man? Give us a breakdown, man. Where are you calling from? What position? Where have you signed today on the dotted line? Oh, I signed to be at North Carolina, West Virginia. I'm from Salton, South Carolina. I play for C. Murray High School. My head coach is Brian Smith, and I, um, I'm headed to North Carolina, West Leanne. All right, man. Look at that. North Carolina, West Leanne is in the house. Uh, man, tell us a little bit about this college that you're heading to, man. Uh, North Carolina is the location, but what town, what's the, uh, what was the big draw for them to get the, 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 the craft of Mr. Farrell going forward? Well, it's a nice atmosphere and a nice environment for me, I feel like. They treated me like family when I came to visit earlier uh, last year, and I just liked it. And I uh, talked to the coaches, and um, I liked the way they play and their offense and their defense, and that's what I like, and that's what I'm at. I love it, man. What you looking to major in, big guy? Uh, business. Business, I like that. What you going to do with the business part of it? Be an entrepreneur. You know, I like that, man. A lot of business owners happening on the show here tonight as uh, we're excited here to, and we continue to uh, have the conversations. Right now we are talking to Mr. Farrell Gamble. He's heading to North Carolina Wesleyan College. That's, of course, up in North Carolina. going to be a good time for him. How excited was the family today, man? How excited, uh, of course, for you to get that, I'd say, rock off your chest to be able to breathe a little bit more and to know that you've, not only got an idea, but here you now have a plan on where you're going forward. It was a blessing. It was a blessing for me and my family. You know, it was my dream to always play football at the next level, and hopefully, in the next three or four years, I can take my talent to maybe the NFL. Hopefully, so it's just a step we forward. say we don't use the word we don't use the word if over here, big guy. We say when when you carry it to the NFL. We'll speak it into existence for you, my friend, man. You play for Coach Smitty. That's a good buddy of ours here on the show, man. He and I go back uh, a good bit. He's one of our uh, big-time guys. He has his own seat here in the studio. What's it like to play for a guy like him, man? That cat seems like he's got a, a lot of heart, man, a lot of drive, and, and a lot of character and all in one. Yes, sir, and that's what he tried to bring through us, like his players. He, we love Coach Smith like a dad, and he can teach us to be a man and Handle our thing, handle our business on and off the field, and he's just a great individual and person. We love Coach Smith. Big Farrell, the offensive lineman, taking his talents to North Carolina Wesleyan College here in just a few months. Is uh, I'll ask you this before I cut you loose and back to the family there, Farrell. But give me what is uh, that Friday night tradition over there at uh, CE Murray that you're going to always remember when you think about your Friday night life. Just going out there, going, going on to the field, having fun and handle our business and try to bring back home the W. And well, man, I tell you what. The most thing I'm going to miss is when we win, just throwing Gatorade on Coach Smith. <laughs> and I bet you Coach Smith appreciates the Gatorade as much as you guys do, buddy. I tell you what, man, we're super proud of you over here at Southern Sports Central. We appreciate you letting us be a part of your national signing day. This is the day that you've probably dreamed about since you decided for the first time ever to play football, man. And, and I can't tell you how excited we are to be a part of your day, man. On behalf of all of us 
to you, my friend. God bless you. God keep you. Watch over you as you continue your next chapter in life as you're on the road to the NFL, but you're stopped at North Carolina Wesleyan College before you get there, man. Good luck. God bless. And enjoy the rest of your evening, buddy. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Look at that. I love it, guys. We are now going to try again. Let's see if we can head up to Greenwood this time. 864 is in the house. Can you hear us, buddy? Yes, sir. All right. K.J. Scott. Got him in here now. 6'3", 200 pounds, an all-state linebacker, number 10 on the chart, number one in your heart, as he's heading to the University of South Carolina to play for the Gamecocks, man. Congratulations. I know this has probably been something that's been heavy on your heart and in your prayers and the conversations with your family. But uh, tell us a little bit about Mr. K.J. Scott, man. Uh, who are you prior to signing on today, and how many years did you play varsity football over there at Greenwood? Uh, I started uh, playing varsity uh, 11th grade year. I played some 10th grade in playoffs, but I started mainly in 11th grade. Now, when you look at everything going forward, man, you took a really – I got to be honest with you, man. You took an opportunity here in your senior season to do some really amazing things and, and, and seeing how this thing has kind of unfolded, you know, and, and, and even reading. You know, I read your, your – your, basically your letter thanking those who, who believed in you, who, who kept with you, and, of course, uh, you know, that you, that you leaned on and they loved on you no matter whether the sun was out or the rain was falling, they were there for you. And then, of course – you know, you mentioned that you're taking your athletic abilities and your education talent to the University of South Carolina with a hashtag, we work. Why the University of South Carolina, man? Why do they get the services of K.J. Scott here coming up this year? Uh, because I feel like that's a, a great fit for me to grow as a uh, young man. You know, with the new coaching staff in, I think I got what it takes to uh, go there and work have you decided, are they, have you guys talked about the position that you're going to be playing there? Is, uh, I know you, you were a linebacker. You're looking to stick in that linebacker position at 6'3", 200 pounds. I think you got this, though. But uh, what are you looking at playing once you get over there? Uh, yes, sir. The uh, plan is uh, go in, uh, hit the weights uh, even more harder, uh, gain some more weight, and I will be playing uh, outside linebacker, linebacker position still. Outside. Yeah, put some linebackers in the league, my friend. you got a pretty good sweet spot to be calling uh, – Calling in, coming in here into your college, uh, your college debut coming up here in a few, man. Running out in 2001 and and doing some things during a sandstorm. You know, there was a transition with the coaching staff. Uh, of course, uh, I'm sure that had to play a little bit of factor. But Shane Beamer takes over the program. I'm a big Shane Beamer fan and have a lot of respect for uh, the coach that was just there. But but Coach Beamer, of course, now running the ship there in, in Columbia. Me being a former Gamecock and an athlete as well. You know, I welcome you to the family. By the way. That being said, man, what was the conversation with Coach Beamer and the staff, man, that that, that really leans you to 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 go on and and pull in that string to be a Gamecock? Yes, sir. They, they are excited uh, for me to come, and uh, they like how I play on defense. My aggression is to attack the ball. I'm a hard hitter. I work hard. Yes, sir. That's exciting, man. Good stuff. So, what are we looking at majoring when you get up there to Columbia, man? I know they got a thousand things you can do, man. But what is uh, what is KJ Scott going to focus on in the classroom, buddy? Uh, business management, entrepreneur. Man, look at that, And Once again, I should keep a stat on how many business owners you got. I tell you what, the whole class of twenty one is going to be owning some businesses here, guys. Coming up in about four or five years, so we're excited 
for that. KJ, thank you so much for getting in here tonight. Thank you for allowing Southern Sports Central to be a part of your big-time National Signing Day. Man, look, you've watched these things on ESPN. You've listened to them on radio shows. And today, my friend, you got to live out your dream and achieve something that a lot of cats don't get a chance to do. So continue grinding, continue finding, and continue working. And, again, behalf of all of us to you, my friend, congratulations. I know your family's got to be super stoked and smiling from ear to ear. And we cannot wait to watch what you do at your next level over there with the Gamecocks at the University of South Carolina, buddy. Yes, sir, Coach. Thank you guys for believing in me and your assistance. You got it, buddy. We'll be watching, my friend. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your night. And uh, let me ask you this. Anything special on the docket tonight after all the fireworks from earlier? Are you guys, did y'all do any dinner or any, any big plans? Uh, uh. No, sir. Uh, earlier, earlier today, I uh, buried my uh, great grandfather eleven this morning, and we had signing day at three forty-five. So, so I've been at the house. Oh wow, man! And I, and well, I, I tell you, man, our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family, man. I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. We'll, we'll add a prayer in for you tonight on the show, and, and uh, you know, again, I, I know today had to be joyful on one end and tough on the other, but you know, I, I can promise you, he's looking down, smiling, and, and he'll be watching you the rest of the way through, man. No matter where you go, buddy, but. That means even more tonight that you came on our show tonight, man, because had I known that, I don't know if I would have asked you to come on because I didn't want to take away from your family, man. But send our our, our thoughts and our, our prayers to you and your entire family. And, uh, man, if there's anything we can do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. But we will get you back on this show before you get to campus in Columbia, buddy. But God bless you. And, again, thank your family for allowing you to come on tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you guys also. God bless. Always a Always a pleasure. Look at that. Guys, I tell you what, you never know until you know. And when you get a chance to slow down and talk to these young men like K.J. Scott, who, by the way, is heading to the University of South Carolina, you heard it right here. He lost his grandfather where he buried uh, him today. And, again, why it's a joyful occasion on one, it's a tough one on the other. And, man, I tell you, you know, these kids have been through a lot. 2020 was hard, and 2021, you know, seems to have a lot of hurdles. But I tell you what, these kids are going to be some amazing athletes, no doubt about it, and amazing individuals, and uh, can't wait to watch that as well. Let's head over to the 803, as I believe we move around the state of South Carolina. Who's with us? Let's head over to the 803. 803, who's with us? All right, Eugene, I may have to get you to do some work there. But, uh, again, man, you you look at everything. We're going to take a quick break. We'll try to find out who is that young athlete in the 803 that's hanging tight. We'll bring him right back as we will take a quick break. Get you some motivation going in here. As uh, Again, man, we have been around the great state of South Carolina, and we have done some things. But the harder you work, the greater the reward, guys. Don't go anywhere. A little Eric Thomas, a little motivation. We'll be right back. And George Foreman admits that he gave Muhammad Ali everything he had. And Muhammad Ali grabbed him and pulled him to him. Old man hadn't fought in years, hurt. And Muhammad Ali pulled him to him and said, is that all you got? And George Foreman said when he heard the words, that all you got, it penetrated his spirit. And said, I didn't gave my man everything I got. I can't see him to knock me down. Muhammad Ali said when he said that to him, he looked into the pupils of his eyes and he said at that point he knew George Foreman had lost. 
Lay hold of it. You lay hold of it. And when that thing tells you to quit, you look at it in his eye and say, I ain't going nowhere. I will break you before you break me. You will not defeat me. You will not destroy me. Some of you are so ignorant. You've been through so much hell. You gonna quit now? You should have quit 10 years ago when you got raped. You should have quit 10 years ago when he walked out on you. You should have been quit. You don't quit now. It's the 10th round. You got two more to go. And when you get to success, it's not about skill. When you get to a certain level of success, it's about stamina. It's about stamina. It's about you won't break me. You can't take me. It's too late. You should have broke me a long time ago. I'm unbreakable now. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? You're not hearing what I'm telling you? Y'all thinking it's about talent. It's not. It's about taking the gift you got and, and laying a hold of it. Have you ever laid hold of something? You created that thing. This ain't no job. That thing speaks about who you are as a person. How you approach life. This ain't no, this ain't no gig. This is the essence of who I am. This is my spirit. This is my character. This ain't no job. Why are you treat it like a job? It's your calling. You took responsibility when I wasn't willing to take responsibility. Don't disrespect nobody that did that. I used to disrespect my, bio- my father who raised me because he wasn't my biological father. I used to disrespect him. Now I honor him. I used to think like, yo, you lied to me. No, you didn't lie to me. You gave me your last name. You took responsibility that didn't belong to you. That was somebody else's responsibility. And you took somebody else's responsibility. To that I will owe you for the rest of my life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It wasn't no lie. You gave me your last name. And I got to respect the fact that you gave me. And I got to live it with honor. And then I got to give my kids a name that ain't our name. Because the person that was supposed to be there didn't. The power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. The problem with some of you in this room, you don't have, you don't have the power or the influence to direct nothing. And this is your life. You should be in control of your life. Let me tell you something. The relationships you have with others are going to be great when you can control your life. Because when you put stuff on people that ain't supposed to be on people, you, you kill the relationship. So all these relationships that you're mad at is your fault. You put on them more than they should have had on them. And they love you enough to take stuff they shouldn't be taking. And now you got to take back what's yours. Oh, please hear what I'm saying. I told my son, son, I love you. But there's some folks that's been doing stuff for me that you should be doing. I need you to get in your place. And I need you not just to get your anointing. I need you to come get your anointing. Uh, you're not hearing. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yama alongside Eugene Benton on a National Signing Day 21 special edition here on Southern Sports Central. Sunday's best introduction there is uh, we've got the lines lit up once again. Boy, I tell you, it has been a grateful and a blessed night here as the athletes 
have answered the call, and we're going to answer the call as we'll head over to the 803, I believe. Who's with us on the 803? How you doing? My name is Christopher Austin. Um, I go to Orangeburg Wilkinson High School. I'm six feet, 205 pounds, and I signed to South Carolina State today. And State in the house on the O-Dub. How about that? What's going on, big man? I appreciate you hanging out tonight with us. And, uh, you know, I've had a chance to hang out with a couple of your coaches uh, a few weeks ago uh, and, and, again, get to know the guys uh, that they are. Christopher, it, it, it's no surprise that you coming in here uh, doing some big things, representing O-Dub, and, and now is going to do it in big fashion as a linebacker over there at South Carolina State. Man, not too far from home uh, either, is it? No, sir. Not at all. South Carolina State. Right we got, up a couple, road, got a couple guys coming in here, man. When when you looked at the the list, and I'm sure you've been watching social media like the rest of it, especially uh, on the South Carolina State page, as uh, Coach Buddy Pugh has done an amazing job getting a lot of the kids from around the state of South Carolina to stay home, but yet make Orangeburg home. How excited are you to know that you've got some really big guys coming in here to play beside you, but also ball out on the other side on the offense? I'm very excited because it's about to put – I feel like it's going to put South Carolina State on the map because we have a very good 2021 class coming in, and I think it's going to really do some work. Now, of course, you're in Orangeburg, South Carolina, over there at Orangeburg Wilkinson, man. Uh, this is a hometown school for you, buddy. This is an opportunity for you to go and, and play in a stadium that you probably grew up going and watching football on Saturdays, right? Listening to that band yes. jam out in the stands and, 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 the, and the girls do their things and just – have some of the most amazing atmosphere that you could ever imagine. But guess what? Yes, sir. Now you're going to have fans in the stands cheering for you as you cheer for those players as a young man growing up. Man, how does that feel knowing that you're not even have to leave this, the, the, the zip code that probably most of, uh, of home is going to be right down the road? It feels good because it's like a tradition. Like every, every state game, home game especially, they always have a good tailgate. Then when it's like homecoming, it's like it's a whole different story because the atmosphere is just wild because there's a lot of people coming from everywhere and they just represent that one team and where they came from. Of course, it's an HBCU, and I'm a big fan of HBCUs, man. The first time I can tell you uh, that I thought to myself, man, I might have I thought I should have looked at South Carolina State maybe a little bit closer was when I went a couple of years ago and I saw Bethune Cookman come in and the game on the field was impressive. There's no doubt. There's some talent in between the lines. But the band and the stands, it was almost just as good as the game on the football field, man. How excited are you to have that type of atmosphere, to have that type of family bonding? Because this is a, a college that they never stop loving on you, man. Just because you graduate, they, they still check on you. I mean, the fans, it's, it's going to be good because it's going like, to show that it's really talent. From there, from the home, from like the home state, the home where South Carolina State is um, located, it's gonna be like a show that is really talented there, and it's gonna be good. I feel like it's gonna be a good atmosphere for me to play in. We're in Orangeburg, South Carolina, where the one and only Christopher Austin. He is a six foot, two hundred five pound linebacker going right down the road. When I say right down the road, he's heading to uh, well. South Carolina State, where he'll be joined by a lot of cats from right here in the great state of South Carolina. Man, when you get on campus, and, of course, you're going to get some pads and some helmets and some cleats, but you're also going to get some, some textbooks. You're going to get some education. What are you looking to educate yourself in and, and major in when you get on campus there, Mr. Christopher? 
Um, I want to major in physical education. What are you going to do with that? What what are you going to work into that major? Uh, literally, I wanted to, I wanted that to help me like going towards coaching. So I was going to like take that. So like, if I wanted to do like a high school sport, I could be a physical education teacher there, and I could help out with the team as well. I like that, man. Good stuff. I love that you young men have got a direction. You've got a plan. You have a plan and to have some direction, man, it makes life a lot easier and I can appreciate it. I can't wait to watch you do some big things. You're going to still stick in that same position that you're still going to hang out in that same spot or are they talking about moving you around a little bit? Oh, they let me. Um, I'm, they said I can stay in the same spot, so that hasn't been a concern really. Well, I can't wait to watch you, buddy. We're heading to the state. We've already gotten the roster from about nine different colleges around the state. And trust and believe me, Orangeburg to the studio here in Somerville, not very far up 26. So we look forward to catching up with you up there and, and watching whether it be a homecoming or, or whatever weekend it may be. Uh, we can't wait to catch up with you. And uh, we'll catch you one more time before you get on campus. But we want to say congratulations. Welcome to a very a, a very unique fraternity of guys that got to sign on a national signing day, and I can't wait to watch you not only represent your family, but, of course, represent O-Dub, and, of course, now you'll be representing Southern Sports Central going forward, buddy. Thanks for letting us be a part of your big day. Yes, sir. Thank you. You do the same. All right, buddy. God bless you. Yes, all sir. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Orangeburg heading to the state. That's right. South Carolina State is where you'll find Christopher Alston. And now we go to the 843, where I think Mr. Blandon is joining us uh, all the way, I believe, from First Baptist, where his connection is in the high school ranks there. What's going on, Mr. Blandon? Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Man, it's good to have you in here. I appreciate Coach Waters having you guys jump in here, man. First Baptist is well represented. Of course, now, Mikey, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're an early sign with the Citadel, man. You're gonna, you're a cadet looking to not only play some big football, but big time education over there at the Dell. Yes, sir, hundred percent. Education is key. <laughs> now let's talk. Uh, let's talk education. Let's stay in that field for a little bit here, buddy. What, what, what got you over there? I know football was big, and I know you, you grew up in this area, so you understand the seriousness of, of what the Citadel brings on the football field and all the traditions that the cadets do and all the fun stuff that you're going to be a part of. But there had to be other things that you really liked about the Citadel because it's not your, your average, not even close to your typical college atmosphere Monday through Sunday, man. What was it about the Citadel academically that really grabbed your attention, Mikey? Um, one of the biggest things, it was, like, after college because, like, that's a big thing in my future is, like, because I know for a fact, like, I'll always be there in your life, even though – I love football to death, but it's not going to always be there. And the Citadel, it looked like they could have given me, like, the best, like, path to or direction to set up a good foundation for my future. Like, like everything just made sense to me, like, they, like the fraternities and how people could look out for you after after college because Citadel is a good school. And if I wanted to go to the military, that would help out in the long run, too. So it's just, like, a bunch of factors that went into playing a key role in my future. So that, would make, that helped me make that decision. Man, I tell you what, it's like you've been listening to the show ever since, man. I love it, man. No doubt about that. That education from the Citadel, and I think you've got a teammate in, in high school that's going to be a teammate with you in college and Amara Jenkins, right? Is he, he's the other young man that's uh, heading to the Citadel? Uh, Siobhan Washington. Siobhan Washington. Yeah, that's right. I apologize, Siobhan. Yeah, so oh, having, having Siobhan there and having you there, 
you know, how, how important is that to have a guy that you, you're going to be able to go through this transition on, on this level as you guys are starting this new chapter? That's, that's it's, it's, it's real good because it's like I have somebody that I can compete against, like, like make each other better wise, like, because Savon, he's a he's a fighter. Like me and him, we fight. Like we grind. Like, and when you got somebody there pushing you and pushing you, it's nothing but it's nothing but good. Like you only can go up. It's nothing to no negatives. Like it's just it's just a big help. So I can know that I'm not like the only one. Though. Like you know, going through this by myself. But even though I'm a fighter, regardless, I still don't get through. It just takes a little pressure off your shoulders. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. As your course doing some big things and heading. To the Citadel. Before we talk about your your your, your the athletic side of the Citadel, uh, let, let's talk a little bit about your time there with a great coach, Coach Waters, a big time contributor and, and supporter of our show here. And again, we thank you, Coach, for allowing your athletes to join us here tonight, and your families for letting you come on here on your big day as well. Uh, but but when you look at it, Mikey, there's a lot that you guys learned over there, Coach Davis, and you guys went through a lot of ups and downs. You had a great season, by the way. To me, your state champions, man. Again, uh, it, it took something crazy to take you guys out of the season. But that, to me, you know, I, I still credit you guys for being the state champion at that level for sure. What are some of the other things that you learned, though, while you were on that campus at First Baptist that, that will help mold you and carry you as you get to this next chapter and you head into the Citadel? Um, one of the biggest things I could see is it taught me self-control. Like, thank you for you do certain things. Think around. Think about who you hanging around. Think about, like, what – situations you can take yourself out before you even put yourself in them. Like, they taught me, like, to be more responsible and aware of myself. And that's one of the biggest things that they taught me. Like, that was a that was a great life lesson that I went through, and it changed me a lot. Young man, you're going to do great things, and there's no doubt about it, Mikey. As of course, I got a chance to watch you do some things on social media. And the, 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 the word on the street, man, is here, the real deal, and I cannot wait to watch <laughs> what you do in that 21 season, brother. Man, I tell you, did you, did you grow up in this area? Where did, did you play youth football? Kind of tell me a little bit about – and, again, I don't want to call you little Mikey, but but tell me about the younger <laughs> version of Mikey. Well, the younger version of Mikey, they used to call me man-child. But I grew up playing in um, Pepper Hill Falcons. That's a Rick League down in North Charleston. Um, then I went on to play for Northwoods. Then I went to West Ashley for a year. That much. I now, when you played in the youth program, what youth program did you play for over at North Charleston? Um, Pepper Hill Falcons. Okay. All right. So, Pepper Hill did some big things as well. I, I, I'm very familiar with Pepper Hill and, and that organization as well, man. Manchild. I like that, man. That ought to be your new hashtag, by the way, Mikey, because uh, <laughs> you're every bit of that as I've watched you cause a lot of heartaches uh, uh, on the other side for whoever was going against you, buddy. Uh, I, again, I want to say uh, thank you so much for, for all that you've given the high school sports. I appreciate what you did on and off the field, man, all the stuff you've given in the community, just you being the man that you have become. And I can't wait to watch what God puts in you and leads you and gets you to do. Is uh, You're not going anywhere, young man. You're going right down the street. We're going to be able to watch you over there in, uh, in downtown Charleston at the Bell, man. Good luck. God bless. Tell your family, thank you again for letting us be a part of your special day. And uh, if you need anything at all, don't hesitate to reach out, buddy. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, too. You have a good one. You got it, buddy. Look at there, man. The man child checked in here with us tonight, all the way from First Baptist, but he's heading to the Dell, the Citadel, to be exact. Because Mikey Blandon, uh, a young man that I got to be honest with you, is a young man who does some amazing things just 
sit back, grab your popcorn, and watch, because he will definitely put on a show. <laughs> Talking about putting yeah. on a show, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, you know, he has to be one of the most soft-spoken monsters yeah. I've ever heard. Because if you've ever seen Mikey play, <laughs> you don't want to be hit. Yeah. You don't want to be touched. If the guy's coming your way, you know, and he lowers, like he lowers the shoulder, you really just want to move right. out the way and say, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, ole, sir, you know, please don't hit me. I can see it's like one of those movies like on uh, Waterboy where the guy just covers up and says, please don't hit me. I mean, but, you know, when I was talking to him off offline before he, uh, before he came on, I was talking to him. He's just such a cool, calm dude. There's got to be something. Yeah. Either uh, Coach Waters must put something in his water bottle or something, because when you hear him talk, he's just such of a peaceful, calm dude. Then you see him on the football field, and he's a terror. So we got to get Johnny uh, Coach Waters on here and see what uh, maybe he, uh, maybe he cattle prods that dude with like a little electrodes or something <laughs> to get him to fight like that, because he's a monster on the field. Yeah, like it's like Bill Goldberg, dude. I swear it's like this. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, the guy does a great job. And, and I tell you, Coach Waters has been great tonight. He's made sure that he's gotten a lot of his guys recognized. And, uh, Coach Waters, if you're you're listening, I'm sure you are, feel free to pick up the phone and call in. we got to keep moving, Eugene, because we're heading to Columbia. Well, somewhat like Columbia. We're going to take a detour. We're going to Camden. You know where we're going? Yeah. Camden is where we are right now as we're checking in with Jafari Pearson. I got a chance to watch this cat fall out about a month ago, and I tell you what, electrifying, the three-headed monster in the backfield of uh, Camden lived up to the hype that I heard about. And, again, Jafari, man, what a show you put on at that senior bowl, buddy. Uh, appreciate it, man. I, can't, I wish I could do it one more time. Yeah, I wish you could too, man, because I hate to see you guys leave. Y'all do that to us, by the way. Jafari, we, we get to know you, we get to love on you, we get to talk to you, and then you just up and leave us for college. I mean, come on. Why, 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 why leave us so early? But yet, man, you're heading to Limestone. But before we talk about Limestone, man, well, what a great career. And I say that because that's what it feels like, man. I mean, what you guys did, and, and, and you had some really great teammates around you. But, man, I tell you what, that's the first time I had a chance to watch you not only play on the field, which I expected to see that, right? But I got a chance to get to know you off the field at the hotels. I got a chance to watch you, you know, uh, interact with guys that, that you were meeting for the first time. You know, and I even told you, you have to I'll tell you what, you, you look like you're going to do big things, and you did. You did exactly what I thought you were going to do with that game. But, man, I, I'm really impressed, and I, and I know a lot of that comes from your upbringing and, and, and your personality that you, you brought in, man. But uh, well done, and I got to tell you, man, I wish we had a chance to give you another encore because I think it would be even bigger. Yes, sir. I wish I could uh, play one more time, too. Let, let, let me ask you this, though, man. How nice was it, though, to have you, – you had a couple pretty uh, pretty decent dudes behind you, right? I mean, you were able to hand the ball off a couple times if you needed. But it opened the opportunity for you to sling that rock around. And I tell you what, I, I think you're kind of uh, underrated when it comes to that arm, which is very impressive, man. Watching you be able to read the defense, watching you step in the pocket, not worried about taking a hit, get back up because you're not really – you know, I mean, you're not a small guy by no means, but you're able to, to really direct a lot of traffic – you know, coming up to the line, man. Talk to us a little bit about your team and the guys that were around you that really kind of helped you out. I mean, uh, coming up, at, like, at Camden, we've always just had, always had good running backs. So, coming in, playing quarterback, I really wasn't expecting to throw the ball a lot. But, um, I mean, being a quarterback, you have to know how to throw, have to be good at that, 
when like if you need it. So I just took pride in myself, even though we didn't get thrown around a lot. But um, whenever I did get thrown, I make, try to make the best out of my abilities. But um, as long as we're winning, it's it's good. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ain't doubt about it. Now I'll tell you what, being able to do that, then you had some pretty good blockers there as a running back to team. Uh, it kind of protection your blind side, man. Tell me about those guys in the backfield with you, man. The personality of what you guys you really brought to the table, I thought was a, a whole nother level of entertainment, man. Tell me about these other guys that you brought with you to this big game. And I believe there was a, there was a four of you guys at this weekend or that weekend. Uh, I think there were supposed to be four. I think one of our alignment could have made it. Okay. But, but tell uh, me about the yeah, two I running backs that you have with you. Oh, Leroy and uh, Willis, those those guys are entertaining. That's that's one word I can I can put it. There is, well, there's never Uncle Willie definitely brought some entertainment. Yeah, there's never. I want to say there's never a serious moment because we're we're usually serious during the game, but uh, we'll definitely be right before the ball is about to snap, and one of them will just say something that's random, and we'll always have a good laugh about it. We're just like every time we're out there, we're having fun, so. Like, I think that's why I think that was the key to our success. We never, never got too serious. We're out, all out there having fun. I tell you what, man. Now let's get into your uh, to where we are now as of today, man. You guys did something that a lot of people thought back in what I mean. We talked about this thing back in June, July, August, September. Was it going to happen? Could it happen? I mean, you guys actually had not only a great season, a heck of a run into the playoffs and all that good stuff that went through. But, you know, to do what you were able to do today, to commit to a place that i got to be honest with you, man, a lot of people are telling me the limestone, man, the personality of the coaches, the atmosphere of the college, the players they're recruiting, you guys are building something special, and it's going to happen a lot quicker than a lot of people think, man. Why limestone, and why was that a perfect fit and for the service of Jafar Pearson? Well, um, first thing that when I met uh, Coach Hurt for the first time, he just, he, what he said to me, he like he loves to throw the ball deep. And that's, I mean, as a quarterback that doesn't get thrown a lot, that's one thing that always stuck in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, he likes to throw it deep. I get get some passing yards. I don't get a lot of those at Camden. So uh, that was, that's one thing that made me smile. But then uh, he also made me feel like I was at home. I know they're gonna take care of me when I go over there. And uh, everybody, it's, it's not just him; it's every coach on that on that coaching staff. But uh, yeah, it's, it's and then the area around there is it's a pretty nice area. You can't really get into that much trouble. I mean, you could always get in trouble somewhere, but that means you got to be out there looking for some trouble. So, uh, it's definitely a good spot. It's a great place to call home. So, can't wait to be out there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Lions still getting a good one. Jafari Pearson, of course, Camden's quarterback, who left a great legacy, a great chapter there in his uh, football career. He'll be taking it to the, uh, course, the, the bright lights over there with Limestone. And Limestone, by the way, got a lot of guys who have committed today and sign letters today, and we'll be heading that way very shortly. Uh, when you get on campus, you're going to do uh, a lot of football, but you're also going to get a degree, right? I mean, that's the, the purpose of making it up there. What are you looking to major oh, yeah. in so far when you get up there, buddy? Uh, I want to I want to major in sports management. What are you going to do with sports management? Uh, hopefully, I just like be behind the scenes. I'd be in the front office of uh, a team or probably be an agent. Just something around there is to stay around sports. I like that sport agent, man. Hey, you can head up to Charlotte, man. That's not too far away from Camden, right? I mean, you guys, that's a little bit of a – it's not as far away from mine, but kind of still close enough to get around the parents 
and, and all of that as well, man. I can't wait to watch what you do because I do believe Limestone's going to throw that ball around a lot. They're going to trust that you can put it where I know you can put it, where I watched you put it about a month ago as you were in there with the course, uh, Southern Sports Central, the high school blitz. We had that one and only, the only senior bowl in the great state of South Carolina, man, and you, of course, uh, represented in, in, in big fashion, buddy. Man, I appreciate you coming on tonight on behalf of myself, Eugene, and all of us here at Southern Sports Central, man. Congratulations on uh, making a, a moment and a memory and uh, becoming a part of a fraternity on National Signing Day. I cannot wait to watch what you do next, buddy. I got the popcorn ready, man, so get after it, man, and we can't, we'll can't. we catch up with you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Always a pleasure. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Limestone is in the house with the big man. i tell you what, that young man and Eugene, I'm going to come back to you in just a minute because uh, we got a top-of-the-hour break, but, uh, again, that young man, Jafari, is a real deal Holyfield kind of guy. He's the guy that I got to tell you, there's quarterbacks out there that, that, that can get it done, and you can hear about it, you can watch it. But this kid right here, man, if it's if it's fourth and 12, I'm going to look at him and say, look, get it get it on the other side of that market. Let's get a first down, and without a doubt, he'll get it done. So we'll talk to him a little bit more, hopefully, before he heads off to college because uh, I can't tell you, man, the kid is not only a great athlete, he's a five-star kid on and off the field. His personality is uh, amazing. His ability to uh, just really honestly just uh, lighten up a room when he walks in was something that I thought was one of his biggest characters uh, that he brought to that whole weekend. But a quick break, top of the hour. It is hour three. Like that. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mitch Yama, alongside Eugene Benton. I want to thank all of our athletes tonight. Man, we have, without a doubt, rolled the bus through the great state of South Carolina in fashion. And we're not done yet. we got a whole other hour and a ton of athletes to talk to here tonight. Let's head up to the 803. Welcome to Southern Sports Center. Who's with us? Good start. What's going on, big man? I believe. Let me double check my notes here because I want to make sure I don't give you the wrong identification. But Mr. Dedrick Starks is coming from all the way. We've already had one, but now we got two Irmo High School athletes. But this young man is heading to Benedict College where they're going to be doing some big things. Is that right, Mr. Starks? Yes, sir. How about it, man? So big stuff. As, uh, you're not going too far away from home. I think that's uh, that's a big thing, man. You don't got too far when you need some home cooking, man. Either they can bring it to you or you can get back there and get it. That's, hey, that's, that's big for a guy that had to go two and a half hours when I went out to college yes, to play sir. ball. But 
for for you, man. I mean, first of all, congratulations on, on having the day that you had today, man. What was it like? It was great. I mean, seeing my players, my coaches, and all, just, just to see the smile and on just to see the smile on my family's face, my players and coaches, because like it was a rough path that I took. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Just to be in that course. Uh, you, you mentioned you had your parents there, man. Give us, uh, give us everybody, man. Give me everybody in the family that was there today that, that watched you sign probably the most important. T- you've signed your name a million times, young man, but today it meant more than anything you've ever signed it for, buddy. Who was all there to watch you put your name on that line? Uh, Tiffany Starks, Gregory Starks, uh, Tashawn Starks, my sister, Felicity my little sister, Chelsea, and my coaches, and a few of my little friends came out Good support stuff, me. man. So the little sister watching you, by the way, was probably your biggest fan. I'm sure everybody else was too. But to her to watch her big brother do what you did today, young man, it set a tone. It, it set a presence. It set a direction for her to say, look, I want to have what buddies. I want to have what my big brother's got. Have you, have you kind of put that in perspective at this point to realize how much she looked up to you? Yes, sir. I mean, she she pretty much been through the same thing what we was on, and I just wanted to be a, a set an example for her. Like, no matter what you're facing, like that, you can still go out here and chase your you can still your dream chase your dream, and your dream can still come true or whatever. So, yeah. pretty much. Hey, I agree with you 100. percent I I do 100, percent man. You can go out here, we can talk about it, or we can go out and be about it. Of course, Dick. Dedrick Starks is doing that as he's heading to Benedict College. He signs today. He's part of that class of 21 on National Signing Day. Joining us here on a special edition of National Signing Day, of course, all the way from Irmo High School. As uh, as I mentioned, we already had one of your young men on here with us earlier as uh, he, he got a chance to uh, have some of the conversations with us as well. But, but tell us, you, you're an athlete, which means you can play everywhere on the field, man. But when you go to Benedict College, man, where are you going to be uh, positioned at uh, on the football field? Well, uh, talking to Coach Adelphi, he said he was going to bring me in at a wheel linebacker that plays like that like covered the number two receiver a little bit and probably a strong safety. But it was kind of like just talking like they're going to move me around a little bit too. So I'm just ready. I love it. And that's the cool part about being an athlete there, buddy, is that you get a chance to, to really honestly be a valuable to, to every different every coach as you go in conversation when he says, Hey, can you play this? He said, Well, I played that. Can you play this? Well, I did that. And it makes you a little bit more of a well rounded guy that they can plug you in it wherever they need you, whether it be a return man, maybe a guy on special on the other side, or just be, you know, at whatever. You know, and I think to me that's something that I encourage kids, young athletes all the time. Take advantage of that athletic title, man, because it comes with a lot of responsibility, but it comes with a lot of opportunity, man. When you go to this campus and you become a part of this football program, you're going to go into the classroom. What are we looking to major in once we get on campus? Uh, when I enter, I plan on major. I plan on majoring in business administration. I like that. What are we doing with this business administration when it's all said and done? And go out here and have my own business, sir. I like that. I'll tell you what, Eugene. A lot of guys out here are going to own some businesses in the state of South Carolina, I hope. And I tell you, the economy looking in pretty good shape going forward, Dedrick. I love everything about it, man. Give me a moment. Give me a memory, man. I mean, uh, you look at what you guys are able to do and, and put into play 
and, and to be honest with you, at, at Irmo High School, you guys are traditionally a, a powerhouse school, uh, a school that has, uh, again, traditionally has always put out athletes. And once again, Diedrich Starks, you're one of those many athletes that will come out with big names and big expectations. But, you know, I think that certain schools, and a school like Somerville and Irmo go way back in rivalry days. And this is a team out of the low country that would travel up to Irmo and, and play for many opportunities for state championships. What does it mean for you on a Friday night? Give me a moment, a memory, or a tradition at Irmo High School that uh, you'll always look back at. All right. Uh, by me, I just came in from Lower Richmond. So, when I first came in, I mean, listen to Coach Brand talk uh, talk about like the history of Irmo. Uh, the last time did they play? The, the last time they played in the uh, playoffs. The last time they had a winning season. So I kind of like took all of that into consideration. So my mindset on every Friday night was like to make something happen. Like, like every time Coach put me in a position to make a play, like make the play or whatever. So I just kind of like I just caught like tunnel vision. Or like doing my assignment, make sure my assignment was done, or whatever. So, I mean, it was pretty much like I just wanted to everything Coach Brand said to us, like with the playoffs, like the last time they played in the playoffs. I just wanted to make like make a change into that. And I, and this year, I feel like we did. We had we won all our home games. We made it the second round. We I just feel like we did it this year. No doubt about it. You did it today, my friend, as you're going to be heading to Benedict College, not too far from down the road. And, again, you know, I wish you nothing but the the, the best of luck. You don't need the luck, man, because you've got a lot of other things going your way. And just to continue to remember what it took you to get to this moment. And when you get frustrated or overwhelmed, just remember, you didn't come this far to just come this far. And let's finish the game on and off the field there, young man. But God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the night. And thank you for allowing us to be a part of your evening. All right, thanks, Coach. Always a pleasure, buddy. How about that? We are everywhere tonight. We are back up in Columbia. This time, Eugene, I bring you back in here, man. As uh, What a great young man. And, and he jumped in here without a doubt. He's going to be an instant impact over Benedict Colleges. These guys are, are without question looking forward to doing some really big things. As Diedrich Starks, of course, uh, class of 21, he's an athlete from Irmo High School, uh, a big-time all-region, all-state guy, and he's a kid that it will, uh, without question, without question, uh, make it on the field early and often. Eugene? Yeah, no doubt, man. It's been a, it, so far, you know, we still have 50, 50, 49 minutes to go. We've been from all over the state, from Greenwood and Columbia area, you know, the Midlands area with Spring Valley and Irmo and uh, over at Ridgeview to uh, down in the low country, man. It's, uh, I tell you, there are a lot of ballers who are making these life decisions, you know, like you've told them, you know, today is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make signing that line, signing that contract to go play, get that education. And uh, it's an exciting journey to be a part of and to hear, you know, why they chose a certain school or, you know, the impact, like, like he just said, you know, one of the biggest things about today that represented him wasn't even about him. It was about setting the example for his younger sister and being an inspiration you know, that uh, if you work hard, you know, these these good things will come. You just got to be patient and, and, and do what you've been blessed and, and do, you know, take advantage of the God-given talents that you have and parlay them into a better future for yourself and for your family. So 
it is interesting, and you know, it is interesting. A lot of folks want to go into entrepreneurship. You know, that it's an interesting field in that you know they get a lot of the tools in undergrad. You know, in, in the accounting and business and things like that. I mean, you and I experienced that. You know, starting this show yep. and incorporating as a five hundred one three C. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. You know, you, it's not about just you know popping on a mic and saying, "Hey, we're a live uh, radio show and, and and we're a business." Could be because we are. It, it's a business. It's an entity. You know, filled with people and, and, and product and uh, you know inputs and outputs. And uh, so you know these guys will will go on and they'll learn this stuff. And of course, you know we'll always have a home here at the at, at the station for these guys that they want to come and try out. They want to you know. Maybe maybe they do start their own business in four years or so, like you mentioned. You know, maybe they want to come on the show and talk about it. Maybe they want to promote their business, and we're we're going to still be right. the platform platform for them. You know, when we hit that calendar date of January one, we said this one is going to be about the athlete, and the athletes just not why you guys are playing. That's after playing days are over. You're still an athlete. You're still a human. You're still a person. You know, and we want to be a part of that journey from. From the high school ranks on up, but uh, that's just my two cents on it. It's real proud. I see the phone lines blowing back up, so uh, let me take a couple to the green room and uh, we'll, we'll uh, go ahead and put in uh, the eight hundred three six zero five while we're waiting. All right, so here we go, guys. We'll put in the eight hundred three and uh, welcome you to Southern Sports Central eight hundred three six zero five. Who's with us? You're live on Southern Sports Central. Who's on with us tonight? All right, Eugene, I'm going to let you take him over there to the green room and uh, kind of see who's – we've got two different 803s hanging out with us. We'll take a quick break. Let's find out who's hanging out with us tonight. And uh, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll get the answers to those questions right after this, guys. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yeltman here. Back to the phone lines and back to Columbia we go. Where we're going to be, it looks like, Ridgeview High School with a big man. I believe uh, Mr. Tones is in here with us. What's going on, big man? 
Well, we might have just lost the big man. All right, so let's head over to the 843 and see who's hanging out with us. Welcome to Southern Sports Central. Who's with us? Welcome to Southern Sports Central. You're live. Who's this? All right, Eugene, I'll let you kind of see what you got with that big man. We'll head up to the 803. Back to the 803, I believe. Mr. Tones is with us. What's up, big man? We got big tone. Tone, uh, uh, unmute your mic, buddy. We got you. I believe we got him in there, but unfortunately they're not able to, to hear us there, Eugene. So I'll let you carry him back over to the green room and try to get him dialed back up. Guys, when you call in, you got to make sure that you're uh, that you're not muted and that you're able to hear us here on the show because, again, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what's going on in, in your world and, and kind of what's happening uh, in, in your days here. As Again, it's a big day for a lot of you guys and a few girls. Again, I want to make sure. That, that you guys, uh, you know, uh, that we recognize the, the girls that signed today because there was a few of those throughout the great state of South Carolina, across the great country here in the United States that signed that letter today. So it was a big deal, without a doubt. And uh, we look forward to, of course, um, getting into all of these conversations here throughout tonight's broadcast. As, uh, I, I believe we still have the 843 with us. You're live on Southern Sports Central. Who's with us? All right, Eugene, we'll try to get those guys to call back. I'll bring you back in, and, again, when they call back, we'll try to get them back in here, man. But, again, live radio, sometimes it's no different than live football, man. Some audibles got to be called. But, again, it's been a great show tonight. We've had a lot of athletes. We've touched all the way from the upstate to the lower state and a few good spots in the middle of the state of South Carolina. We've touched on not one, but let's go through all here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different colleges Eight different colleges have been represented tonight, starting, of course, Newberry, South Carolina State, the Citadel, Charleston Southern, South Carolina, the Gamecocks checked in the house. North Carolina Wesleyan College checked in. Limestone, Benedict, all of them have been on the show tonight, and that, to me, is huge. So when you kind of put it all in perspective, we start to kind of put it all in into play, man. Eugene, it's been a great, great night of uh, athletes to be recognized. I believe the 803 is back in with us, and if I'm not mistaken, we're going to head over to Big Tone uh, to see if he can hear us. Tone, you got us, buddy? We'll try to reach out to him another way here because for whatever reason it's not working. But, Eugene, you know, when when you kind of put things in play here tonight, we, we understand two things. Number one, is that these kids are resilient. These kids are reluctant. These kids are amazing. These kids don't take no for an answer. They take it as an opportunity or they take it as a challenge. And, and the challenge has landed a lot of these young men to getting that opportunity to play football at the next level. And I don't care. Look, I don't care where you go to college to play football. You're doing the same thing that somebody else at Alabama or Clemson or anybody else is doing at any other college, and that's playing the game of college football. And the last time I checked, they draft guys that play college football. And that's the All one right, thing Rich. that I think that we sometimes overlook. I created a patch, and I got Tone in live with us right now. All right, Tone, what's up, big man? How's life up in Columbia? 
It's pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad, man. So uh, talk to me, man. What was that? What's life like today? And uh, how things uh, happening up there? As you got a chance to see a lot of big things happening up there at Ridgeview. Uh, it was a good experience. I mean, to see the boys that I've seen grow and just get better, be able to sign. You know, seeing all the backdoor work that they put in to get there. So it was a good experience, and it just made me hungry for it for when it's my time. Now, of course, uh, we're, we're, we did this as a special because I, I wanted to bring in a junior, a kid who's already got an offer, who's already got an opportunity. This kid, by the way, is uh, is pretty big. He's 6'4", which I think that's a little short. I think he's taller than that. I know he's about 335. Met him about almost a year ago in Columbia at a camp and became good buddies with him on and off the air since that day. As, uh, you know, Mr. Gaines, you, you continue to – to be a part of such a huge thing over there at Ridgeview, man. Not only are you guys building a stadium, man, you're building a, a dynasty. You're building a legacy. And you're going to be known as one of the many that were a part of this huge opportunity, man. But you got a chance to watch a guy that I know is a good friend of yours and another good friend of yours heading over to South Carolina State. But how many guys total? Was it five? How many guys actually signed today in that picture that I saw? Uh, it was five. It was Foot, David, Keaton, and then J2 and uh, LR, Najon. Now, of course, I would imagine you were there in the uh, in the in the facility where you guys uh, where they did the signing, just being a part of it. And I'm sure your head coach Parks uh, wanted you to watch this again, like you mentioned, kind of not teasing you, but treating you to an opportunity to what you will be doing this time next year, if not early in December. Yes, sir. I wasn't able to make it there because I was, you know, I was upstate with family. But I made sure to tell them boys before they went in that I was proud of them. You know, I, they sent videos, had pictures and all, so I was able to, you know, see when they actually signed and stuff. But I wish I was there to actually right. be there with them boys, though. Man, you've been with them ever since, there, big guy. Now, let me ask you this: uh, how, How's life with you in recruiting right now, man? Is uh, you know what? Is their day is almost come and gone, and as of tomorrow, man, all eyes will be on you and your class of uh, 22, man. Uh, I know Coastal's been chomping at the bit with you, man. Have, uh, have you heard a lot of conversations from any of, anybody else since uh, that big day? Uh, I've been getting, you know, some DMs. I've been getting some follows. Uh, I got mail from Stinson today. So it's just been a whole lot of, like, building up processes. I got a couple emails, you know. So it's been, like, a lot of starters starting to come in. It's going to happen, and it's going to start happening in a big way, man. As you know, one of your buddies who, of course, uh, has come on the show, uh, you played in the Junior Bowl. He played in the Senior Bowl. He'll be heading to South Carolina State. How, how much, uh, how hard a time are you giving that kid now that he's committed to uh, South Carolina State? And then, you know, that's almost halfway between you and me. So we can uh, catch up some Saturdays and watch uh, a lot of our guys play some football. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, I get on them all the time, you know. But he got they both got good mindsets on them. They already got a dog mentality, so they're gonna go up there and they gonna they gonna make some shit for uh South Carolina State. It'll be a big time, buddy. Way man, I won't keep you. I just wanted to catch up with you, man, and, and again, uh, kinda get an inside track from a guy that's gonna be a big name this time next year, uh, in the class of twenty two, man. Uh, keep grinding, keep working. How's the grades looking, man? How's everything working on the other side? 
Uh, my grades are good. I had A's and B's for the semester. You know, I posted a screenshot on Twitter, so I've been making sure to keep that GPA up. And so, yeah, all all my academic is going good. Yeah, by the way, that was probably the and, – and Eugene will say this as well, buddy. That was the best tweet of the year, maybe the decade, dude. That's what they want to see. That's where they want to know you. They go – they know you can play football. My God, you're as big as the matchup, brother. You got speed like I've never seen with a guy your size. There's no doubt that you could do some big things. But watching you do that same type of intensity in a classroom, bro, you just keep grinding in and outside that classroom and watch what God does. As uh, This time next year, you'll be one of the big-time guys on the air, man. But, again, God bless you. Take care. Safe travels. And we'll talk to you soon, big man. Same to you. Appreciate you. Always a pleasure. How about that, guys? So we get the big tone coming in here. He is, by the way, the class of 22. Uh, as he comes in here, he's a 6'4", 335-pound big-time defensive lineman. Uh, he was in our course, uh, our big junior bowl game, uh, the Elite 88 that was played over there at Ben Lippin. Uh, in the early part of December. But, uh, again, watching this young man, and he was causing havoc all over the field on that Saturday. As, uh, he actually played for the low country or the lower state in that game when his partner, of course, was on the upstate uh, in the senior bowl. But, Eugene, again, uh, you know, we, we continue to realize a, a lot of things about a lot of athletes, and that is, man, these kids are just – they got a lot of fight in them, man, and I can't wait to watch that explode at the college level. Yeah, and what we're going to do right now, Richie, uh, that was Khalid Gadsden from uh, Fort D, who was having a problem getting in. You know, the phone line's been blowing up. So what I'll do is, if you give me about uh, a couple seconds, I'm just going to patch him back in as well. It seems to work well when we have the phone lines loaded up. So uh, we want to give kind of a little precedent. We're not we're not trying to exclude anybody. We want to give precedent to these 2021s who signed today. So uh, just give me about two seconds, and let me go ahead and patch uh, Mr. Gadsden in. Gotcha, buddy. All right, so coming up, we're heading to the fort. Yes, sir. As uh, this young man, I've watched Khalid Gadsden uh, firsthand this year. He's, of course, uh, he's a guy that can play the position that he's playing at, at high intensity. And I watched him in a game, I believe we were at West Ashley, where he decleated a young man. And uh, I tell you what, I've seen a lot of hits, but nobody hits like Khalid Gaston hits, and uh, he's been taking his talents to Newberry. He signed today over there with Coach Pratt and uh, a handful of his uh, his teammates, uh, and a couple of them, by the way, are taking the road trip with him. Khalid, you with us, buddy? Yes, sir. First of all, man, I, I tell you, it's been too long. This COVID thing's got us all kind of in different areas, man. But, uh, you know, it, it brought tears to my eyes to watch a lot of you guys in that picture today because uh, you guys moved silently, man. I knew a lot what was going on behind the scenes, but uh, you're talking about the big wow factor, man, to see, you know, uh, the running backs, the wide receivers, the linebackers, the DBs, man, to see everybody get that recognition today, man, is uh, is a nice stamp on a season that you guys, I thought, had in this past year, buddy. Congratulations. Thank you. So tell us a little about the thing today, man. I mean, I saw uh, – I got a chance to kind of pull around and, and watch it on, on the live stream, of course, with Pearl TV. As you guys uh, all lined up on the stage, and I was there last year because the COVID restrictions weren't around. But what was it like for you today, man, to sit up there and, and to have the family around, but to have your teammates and your coaches, and to know that you've worked so hard and it finally paid off in a season that we had no idea what it was going to look like when everything kind of was said and done? 
it was kind of like a kind of like a surreal moment, something like that you dream of since like a kid. I've been to a couple of signing days for like other players, other years, like when I was younger. And it's like you just wish that you could be up there, but now that it actually happened, it's like wow, this is like it's actually happening. So it's crazy. Now, of course, uh, you picked uh, Newberry. I know you had some opportunities. As a matter of fact, I had gotten a phone call from a, from a school about you and asking about you, you know, overall. And I, I told him, I said, look, you won't find anybody that's going to hit you any harder than this young man right here. But he's also going to give you 100% in a classroom. But then all of a sudden, you guys took that road trip over to Newberry, man. And I got to tell you, something special brewing at Newberry because uh, you make, I believe, number three tonight on the show that's uh, committed to Newberry, man. What is it about Newberry that really had your eye from the time you left? Just the coaches. The coaching staff was amazing. We got we got there. The children just like family. Just for, the, just for that one day that we were there. The facility is nice. And the, um, the players, I got a chance to talk to some of the players and watch film with them. It seems like to know what they're doing and stuff like that. Now, I know what you played over at Port. Now, what are you looking to play when you get over there? Thank you, Sue. I like it, man. I tell you, I told you. I, was, I don't know if you heard the story I was telling about that hit you laid in West Ashley. I think the kids are still feeling it, man. It was probably one of the biggest hits I'd seen uh, in, in high school football in quite some time, the energy and the passion, man. Uh, tell me about you because your workout is, to me, is, is by far, uh, you know, something that a lot of athletes should be watching and all the way from the practice field to the weight room, I was a part of that on Sundays with you guys. But then watching how you manage your position on on Friday nights, man, what is it about you that separates you from everybody else that I saw all season long? For me, I work out. I work hard every day. I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I go to the gym every day. It's an everyday thing. I'm just constantly working, trying to perfect my craft. And, like, I'm never satisfied from what, like, from what I like, from what I'm doing, always trying to get better. That's pretty much it. Just work hard, stay focused. You got a pretty hard trainer, if I'm not mistaken, and you don't even have to go far to to find him, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> now tell me about that, man. How excited was the family today when they saw that that signature that you gave? Um, when you gave that signature today, how how big a smile did you look over your shoulder and see all those who have been with you since day one? It was like my family and my friends were really happy for me. Everybody, like it's like it was like was um so I can't talk. It was expected for me. Like everybody wants me to see, see me go to college and make possibly go to the league. It's just like what's supposed to be. Everyone was happy for me. Miles, hugs, too much it. Now, let me ask you this. You got to, of course, you're going to be heading to Newberry here in a few months here. Now, what are you looking to major in then, Khalid, when, it, when you get on campus? Um, Either business or sports management. I like both of those. Now, what are you thinking about as far as career-wise, man? I mean, business, you, that gives you kind of an open opportunity in sports management. Again, possibly owning your own gym, maybe being a sports agent. Well, what are you looking at doing in that field? Um, hopefully, like, if I don't go pro, open up a gym and help, like, help other people get better, how people help me. Love it, man. That's what it's all about, guys. And you heard it right here throughout tonight's broadcast. A lot of these young athletes already 
thinking ahead of the plan, and that is to give back to the community and give back. And I'm going to speak it for you, Khalid. When you get done playing the NFL, then you're going to come back and open a gym and do a few other big things, buddy. Man, I'm proud of you, man. By the way, I got a chance to watch you one more time over there at that Senior Bowl, man, and, and what a great weekend it was. And I can't tell you enough how much, uh, you know, I know Ford's going to miss you a lot. I had a chance to be around you this year. And, uh, man, you made my season a lot of fun calling your games over there on the course uh, FDTV. Thank you. Well, enjoy the Again, rest man. of your night, Khalid. We appreciate you, man. We, of course, uh, wish you the best of luck. Congratulations. I'm sure I'll talk to you a few more times before you head over to Newberry. But enjoy the ride, man. Enjoy the night. Tell your family and the coaches, uh, thank you a lot for uh, hanging out tonight and uh, giving us a little bit of your time on your big special day, buddy. Enjoy the night. Thank you. All right, guys. There you go. Khalid Gadsden, he's heading over to Newberry. He will be part of that. Class of 25 at Newberry. That's that's the deal there, as you heard him. He's got the major set. He's got the attitude. He's got the direction. He is heading towards the NFL, but before he gets there, he's going to go to Newberry first. We're not done. North Charleston all the way now. I believe we may be up in Somerville at this point in the 843. Who's with us? Welcome to Southern Sports Central. Who's live? Oh, Hampton Smith. Hampton Smith, big Hampton. And look at that, Newberry is in at number four tonight. It's Hampton, of course, uh, the big offensive lineman who's heading to Newberry as he comes to us live from Somerville, South Carolina, here in the low country. Of course, he's part of that big hunt, if you will, over there. And, of course, uh, well, I got to be honest with you, man, when you, when you put everything at Ashley Ridge together and your coach, who I believe has uh, got this thing going in the right direction, man, What's your thoughts, your opinions on a day that you and I have been uh, talking about this since your days of you and Jacob playing together with the Redskins, by the way, and that's been many moons ago in uh, Satoma. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely crazy. Um, you know, I, I definitely feel like it was a long time coming. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely put in the work for it, which I think, it, you know, a lot of people, you know, that's, that's what they – a lot of people don't see that. They see what you do on the Friday nights, but they don't see what you do you know, in the weight room, what you do with the team, what you do by yourself, just to be able to get to the point where you can separate yourself to get noticed. Hanson Smith checking in here tonight with us, of course. Uh, he's heading to Newberry, but, of course, uh, it, it didn't just start over there at Ashley Ridge, man. I tell you, you've, uh, I, I swear, I really believe Miss Rosie put pads on you on day three of you welcoming into this world, and I don't think you were – much smaller when you were uh, when you were quite the baby man. I don't ever remember Little Hampton. Everybody has talked about Little yeah. Johnny and Little Joey. Was there was never a Little Hampton, and not that I know of. But no. man, you've always done big things, huh? <laughs> I yeah, that's always been Big Hamp. That's all I've ever heard. <laughs> now let me ask you this though, you know, and, and there was a lot of coaches there in your picture, and of course I saw Coach Sharpie there, Ben Sharpie, who you've known Ben for a long time, and of course he was. Over there at Oak Brook, there with uh, another coach that uh, you know you and I have uh, a good relationship with as well. But to see the circle of life, to see you know, and I know Coach Sharpie really well. That guy's got a huge heart, and I'm sure he was he might have been crying more than your mom was today watching you sign that piece of paper. Man, how cool was it to have all these guys around you, but yet to see these coaches that have been with you since it seems like day one. Yeah, I mean it was definitely a blessing on. 
uh, I mean, you know, just from going in there to uh, from, you know, going in there eighth grade lifting and then, you know, being at the bottom of the food chain, just kind of just working up and then, you know, build a relationship with each and every single one of those coaches, even if they just came in this year. You know, there's never been a single coach that treated anybody at Ashley Ridge like they were, you know, not they didn't deserve to be there. It's always a family there. And, yeah, going back to Coach Sharpie, Coach Sharpie, excuse me, um, it, it's, uh, I mean, we have, he was my offensive line coach in middle school. And, you know, him and Coach K definitely pushed me to my, you know, uh, my limits. You know, we used to have a run a mile before practice. That was a normal day. And then the conditioning was just unmatched anything I've ever done. And they, they never, they didn't take it lightly, which I feel like was what made me, you know, love the game of football, just to have the respect for it, to see the work that goes into it, to get what comes out of it. Hampton Smith, he's heading to Newberry, but today he had the day that he talked about it with me on many occasions about I want to be one of those guys talking to Roger Lee at the end of National Signing Day, and you did that today. I saw the pictures there. Of course, your dad and I know each other well. I've known your mom and you, of course, well. And just to watch the emotions of, of, of this whole ride, Hampton, has been a lot of fun, man. You and I, of course, uh, you know, have known each other a long time, buddy. You know, you and Jacob, of course, uh, my son, very good buddies, and I, and I have a lot of respect for just you as an individual, of course, watching you as a football player and being able to call your name on the radio on ESPN and then doing it this past year on TV was a lot of fun as well. But the video that you and your dad had, by the way, still today is probably the best video I've ever seen where your dad was holding up one of those, I guess, um, I don't like to say dummies, but nevertheless trying to do a drill with you and you got an opportunity to do something that, again, without 2020, you probably don't feel like it was a chance at all. Yeah, that was uh, – he, he, didn't, he didn't really um, – I kind of sneaked him a little bit. Uh, you know, we were talking a little <laughs> bit about it, and he was kind of talking about his high school days and stuff like that. And I was like, well, let's see if you can take us a little, you know, half a little, little hit because we were supposed to be in spring ball then, and we it obviously got canceled, and I was just getting a little little bag work in, messing around with my dad. And decided – I said, well, let's see if he can actually take it or not. And then he got a little upset about it. But it, it was a funny video, so it was worth it. I definitely was, man. So before we get you out of here, first of all, man, we're we're super excited for you. Everybody here at the Southern Sports Central family uh, can't wait to watch you ball out over there at Newberry. But uh, what was it about Newberry, man? I know you had a few opportunities, a few other offers, but something special, man. I know Newberry was trying to sign you before you walked out of the building that day that you made the visit, man. But what made that, that visit really sink home and make that be the place that you knew that was going to be home for the next few years? Yeah, so um, kind of like going back to what Khalid said, I mean, it's just really that family atmosphere. Like, you know, there's a, a good bit of players from the low country already there. And, um, you know, like I feel like the low country in general is just like a little family because we all got to stick by each other because it's just the area that we're in. And another thing that was kind of, you know, stuck out to me was that they didn't blow smoke in anybody, or at least my face. They told you how it was, how it's going to be. And I feel like that goes honestly goes a long way instead of, you know, uh, instead of just, you know, trying to tell you that, oh, you're going to start the first day you get here, you know, all this other stuff. Like, a lot of people want to go in and earn stuff. And telling people they're going to come in and just, you know, automatically be given everything, it takes away some people's, you know, pride a little bit. Because I don't know about – speaking for myself, I like to just – I like to go to work and be able to prove myself instead of be given something. I totally agree with you, man. So what are you going to major in when you get on campus there, big man? 
Uh, physical education and coaching. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to try and, you know, I've been touched by a lot of coaches and, you know, and just in life of what to do, what not to do, how to, you know, how to, how to handle yourself in certain situations and with adversity. And I want to be able to give back to the kids just the way that I was, you know, coached. Well, Hampton, you're going to do great things, buddy, man. And again, on behalf of all of us, all of you, and I know mom is probably still smiling. She'll probably go to bed and wake up with that same grin along with your dad who are grin watching you in that journey from Satoma now heading over to Newberry, man. I can't wait. I know you'll represent not only your family, of course, uh, the Ashley Ridge family and the Southern Sports Central family and style, buddy. God bless you. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your night. And, again, congratulations on joining an elite group of guys who uh, did something pretty big today, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a blessed night. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Hampton Smith, big man heading as an offensive lineman, probably the center of all things there. He, of course, has been big since the day he was brought into this world. Here we go. Talking about big. How about Gamecock Central's own Wes Mitchell on a day to remember of National Signing Day 21. What's up, Wes? Hey, what's up, Richie? How you doing, man? We're good, man. Appreciate you checking in with us and hanging out with us, man. I know you might have been a little bit busy tonight, so I'm pretty shocked to see your name up here on the board. But, man, give me the grade, man. I see where we landed if you're a Gamecock fan on the rankings. But I, I think it's a little more, you know, you got to peel back the onions when you look at what's on the board there. What's your thoughts after uh, National Signing Day is almost said and done? Yeah, you know, I, I think um... – you know, I, I would sort of caution Gamecock fans not to pay much attention to the rankings right now. Um, you know, one big reason for that, and, and we reported this, you know, back in the, the first signing day, is, is that South Carolina w- was going to go transfer portal heavy, you know. And, and obviously some other teams have, have gone into the portal as well. Lots of teams have gone into the portal. But, um, you know, if you sort of look at the numbers and, and how it stacks up, South Carolina going out and, and landing seven uh, newcomers from the transfer portal, uh, one of the highest numbers in the country, I believe. That um, you know that that really leaves you in in a position where you're um, you know not going to bring in a, a a ton of high school guys, and then uh, the trans the incoming transfers do not count in your recruiting rankings at all. I, I think you know frankly, y'all, that that's something that's going to be an adjustment that the recruiting industry has to make at, at some point. It's going to be hard, I think, to try to quantify. Uh, what those transfers mean, you know, to teams. But uh, obviously those guys are being added to your roster. And obviously uh, the the point of recruiting rankings is to try and quantify, you know, how, how much talent you're adding. So uh, I think there there's going to have to be a way to start to count those in some way. But obviously right now you, you just have a combination of things. The fact that it is a smaller class as far as high school and junior college kids, the fact that Shane Beamer gets in and – you know, mo- most of the kids, when when he took over, most of the kids already sort of had their decisions made as far as the first signing day goes. So, you're, uh, you know, th- this is the way things are right now. If, if you're uh, going through a coaching change, um, you know, it used to not be an early signing period. Now there is. So, hey, guess what? It's going to be tough to sign a really highly ranked recruiting class. If you're South Carolina, you got to hope, A, that these transfers can come in and, and make an immediate impact, which obviously that's that's the plan. You're not taking transfers if you don't think they can help. And then B, you have to hope that you've evaluated very well, which, you know, I, I think you look and 
um, you know, it's it's hard for anybody to evaluate this year, guys, because the uh, you, you can't see these kids in person. I, I know you and you and I have seen some of them in person, Richie. We got to get out to some camps, but the college coaches can't go to the camps. So um, the, these classes, I, I think we really have to sit back and, and maybe judge them two, three, four years from now before we're really going to know. Hanging out right now, GamecockCentral.com's very own Wes Mitchell covers the Gamecock football and recruiting for Gamecock Central. Let's talk about this because Transfer Portal and someone had tweeted out that that's where Coach Beamer really felt like he capitalized. That's where he seems like he was able to get in there and get some guys that had already kind of proven themselves at this level, and that's college. But there was a guy that I believe a 6'8 wide receiver and a few other big names that kind of hit that market, man. Tell us about some of these big dudes that are coming in. They're going to be pretty much instant uh, playmakers for us. Yeah, you know, I, I would look. Um, EJ Jenkins, he's the uh, the six eight kid that, that's a wide receiver, all, you know, all, almost as big as, as maybe being sort of a, a flex tight end type guy. To be honest with you, you know, he's a guy. I think ultimately you probably move around to try to you know try to use his size, use his athleticism to to your advantage, and, and maybe can get creative with how you line him up. There's really two two transfers at wide receiver that I think will have a chance to help South Carolina right off. The first, obviously, being EJ and then Amarian Brown. This is a kid, very different mold than EJ. He's actually more, if you, if you want a, a very good comparison uh, for Gamecock fans, he's in the Shy Smith mold. So smaller guys going to play in the slot. Um, did some really big things for Georgia Tech as a true freshman. You know, I think anytime you bring in a transfer who's, who's – you know, played at the Power Five level, has uh, you know showed that he can he can make some plays. He actually tied the freshman touchdown receiving record at Georgia Tech with this guy named Calvin Johnson that maybe people have heard of before. So um, obviously he was he was doing some big things there. Had a little bit of a letdown as far as his stats go his uh, his sophomore year, but that was more because they had some quarterback issues there at Georgia Tech. So. Um, he transferred out. He's a guy that South Carolina's excited about. So you really add some, some you add some athleticism, some size with EJ. Uh, but but really, you the first thing they had to do was try to replace Shy Smith. So I, I think that's something that Amari and Brown does. You look across, um, you know, the other side of the ball. Uh, Jordan Strong's a kid from Georgia State that uh, actually tied for the lead in the entire country for sacks at the FBS level. Um, Keem Green's a kid from Sumter that had, got, you know, went the JUCO route, went to Nebraska. He transfers back. He, he's back in his home state now. Um, you know, you, you sort of look across, and, and there, there's some guys that I think, to, to varying degrees, I, I, you know, I think can either help this team as far as a big splash impact, or at the very least, can come in and provide some depth. Uh, I tell you, a guy that I, I think fans are going to want to remember is Debo Williams. He's a linebacker transfer. He was the uh, player of the year in Delaware last year. Delaware, obviously, not a, a, a state that is known for its high school football, but um, this kid collected almost 500 tackles in his uh, high school career, um, went to the University of Delaware. Um, they did not play a, a season this past fall, hopped in the transfer portal. Hey, guess what? He's good friends with this guy named Marshawn Lloyd on, on South Carolina's roster. Marshawn said, hey, Coach uh, Beamer, you should look at this friend of mine. And South Carolina just fell in love with him and offered him, and um, the rest is history. So they really did some work in the transfer portal. 
hanging out. Wes Mitchell, all the way up there in Columbia, the capital city of South Carolina, talking about the Gamecocks. He is, of course, with GamecockCentral.com. It's been a big day for the Gamecocks. Uh, getting the right guys to the right places and, of course, the right time as he used the transfer portal and that's Coach Shane Beamer. But he also, I thought he did a good job keeping a lot of kids home. One of those was T.J. Sanders. We'd actually talked to K.J. Scott and, of course, the running back that uh, from Sumter that's already on campus now that got the, uh, the preferred walk-on. But a lot of that, um, you know, uh, was out there. Now, your thoughts on the kids that actually are coming in on this class on the high school level that we were able to pick up not only today but even in December? Yeah, you know, I think you look at the in-state class and, and obviously uh, y'all talked to TJ and uh, this is this is what I would call an old-school South Carolina jumbo athlete. You know, this is a kid that um, just we, – we have these kids in our state that are a little bit raw as football players. You know, you, you talk to TJ, he, he only played a couple of years of high school football. So, um he, he's a basketball kid, very light on his feet, uh, moves very, very well on the basketball court. And, um, you know, obviously college coaches see the way he can move. And, I mean, they just – they fell in love with him. And, and South Carolina was very, very high on him. They signed him. These are the type of guys – TJ, you know, was, was pretty highly recruited but never completely blew up as far as his ranking. But these are the type of prospects if you're South Carolina, you're going to turn this thing around that you have to go get because – we, we've all seen it in this state, sort of you're a little bit under the radar, big athletes playing on the defensive line. These are the guys that sometimes slip through the cracks and end up at a, quote, smaller school and, and end up, you know, in the NFL in three, you know, three or four years. So I think I think that's a nice get for South Carolina. You look at Omega Blake up there at Rock Hill at South Point High. Um, you know, obviously he, he signed during the earlier signing period, but another guy that I, I think was a big get for them, I, I think – you know, I, you know, I'll be frank though. I, I think it's going to be important for South Carolina moving forward. This uh, this upcoming 2022 class going to be even more highly ranked, highly recruited. Lots of big offers coming up in this class. Going to be very important for for Beamer and the staff to um, to sort of dig in there and and you know land some guys in this 2022 class as well. Wrapping up here with the GamecockCentral.com's very own Wes Mitchell about the Gamecocks, their course class of 21, all but done here tonight as we wrap up our show here in a few minutes. But you mentioned the coaching staff. I, I was ecstatic, Wes, when, when Shane Beamer was announced as a coach. I started kind of hitting that wish list and throwing some pennies in the wishing well uh, as early, and I hate to say, but September and <laughs> October because I just thought, okay, we need to start kind of thinking about it in the future. And, of course, he's had a transition in coaches. And by design, I I think it's a good thing. I think he's getting his own guys in here. What's your thoughts on the running back situation all the way across the course? Uh, Everybody else that's either come back to the program or he's brought into this program to be a part of what the future looks like, which is pretty bright when it comes to some pretty good coaches that have a great job of recruiting under the belt. Yeah, I I like what he's done, y'all. I mean, you look – I'll start with the running backs – all signs point to uh, Monteria Hardesty, who is um, the former Tennessee running back. I uh, actually went back and looked. I, I think I can't remember the exact number, but he rushed for about a buck thirty, maybe, and two touchdowns against South Carolina. I think that was back in like 2008, 2009. The former just Tennessee stud running back that's originally from uh, New Bern, North Carolina, which is actually, you know, East North Carolina, and and basically over there near Havelock, uh, where, where Farrow Cooper and, and those guys are from. So um, that, that's 
hasn't been officially announced by the school, but all signs, uh, you know, we reported on Gamecock Central earlier today, all signs point to him leaving Charlotte, his current position, and uh, ended up, you know, being the South Carolina running backs coach. But, yeah, I like the staff. I tell you, you know, Eric Kemry, you know, even you, you look at some of the guys in this on this staff that maybe didn't have as big of names, you know, in the SEC or nationally or anything like that. I mean, I can tell you already, Eric Kemry has just absolutely hit the ground running in the state of South Carolina, um, you know, getting involved with kids, getting involved with the younger prospects in this state. I mean, you bring in a guy like Justin Stepp, I mean, that, that's a grand slam hire. Everybody in the state of South Carolina that's a high school football coach knows of Justin Stepp and, and knows what he's all about. And, um, you know, I, I've had people tell me, and I, I won't go through the whole staff because we don't have time, but, I mean, just to maybe single out a couple more, Clayton White, this is this is someone that I've, I've heard uh, has head coach, you know, written all over him, that he's just that type of uh, defensive mind and is very beloved by, by his players. Um, and I, I think we'll see that at South Carolina as, you know, as this team starts to get to know their, their new coaches. And that that's it. I, I think Beamer wants to create a different vibe in the room. He wants to create a different feeling around and within the program. And I think you can see that sort of permeating, I guess, maybe is the word, with, within all of these hires. Well, I tell you what, you mentioned the running back coach, and Marcus Lattimore, I guess, retweeted with a quote, said, one hell, uh, excuse me, one of the best to ever grace the SEC and a hell of a human being, hoping this is true. And anytime you get the endorsement of a guy like Marcus Lattimore to any Gamecock fan, you, you basically go ahead and cash that one in. So we're excited about that. And, again, Wes, man, you do a lot of things that don't even get reported on the Internet, brother, behind the scenes, and I just want to say behind – Everything I can tell you from Eugene to myself to everybody here at Southern Sports Central, Everett Sands, of course, that does a show on, on Tuesday nights. Which I need to get you, if you haven't been on the show, I want you to get over there with him. But, man, yeah, what, what yeah, you guys I do need to catch up with Coach Sands, awesome. man. Hey, that I, would I be appreciate awesome, that, Richie. You know, he's right there in Columbia. Okay, yeah, I, I need to get caught up with him. And uh, I tell you what, I think one of the last times I, I saw Coach Sands, um, we had some chicken bog down at uh, Marion. South Carolina. Uh, my buddy Ricky Martin actually uh, made some chicken box for the Marion Gamecock Club and the Dillon Gamecock Club. And uh, I was a speaker there talking about Gamecocks recruiting, and Coach Sands was a speaker there um, at, at their golf tournament. So it'd be great to catch up with Coach Sands here soon. Well, I'm going to put it together for you. Who knows, maybe even make the debut either this Tuesday or the following because he does a show here with us, or at least on the network here on Southern Sports Central on Tuesday nights from 6 to 8 or 6 to 9. But, uh, man, Wes, I know you don't get any uh, any rest here because now we turn the page for 22 uh, at midnight, man. So uh, thanks for what you do, and uh, thanks for catching up on the last note to, uh, to grace us with your presence and educate us on what's going on in Columbia. All right, man. Richie, I appreciate you, man. Eugene, if you're on there, man, I appreciate you, buddy. Y'all have a good one, okay? Always a pleasure. All right, Eugene, man, great job bringing in Big West, man. How about that one? Uh, and, again, the reason that I love West Mitchell is for everything that he does because this is a guy who he doesn't live for the applause. He does it for the cause. He does it because he wants to educate you guys. And, again, Eugene, you heard what he said. Gamecock fans, don't pay attention to the rankings, okay? Pay attention to, you know, what's going to happen here going forward. And he mentions, you know, the, the big men that come in on the transfer portal. And then, you know, we almost forget about Omega Blake. 
you know, who who committed, who I believe is already on campus, or T.J. Sanders, who could have gone a couple of spots, or even, you know, K.J. Scott, who's going to be hanging out over there, the running back. I mean, the one thing that I love about Shane Beamer, and if he was at Clemson, I'd have said the same thing, and, and it's what makes Dabo Sweeney great, is that he's a, he, he's a player's coach. He's a people's people. You know, he's going to go out in the community, and he's going to do what needs to be done. That, to me, again, is, is what you're seeing even in high school. You know, the one thing about Joe Call, and he's the head coach over at Oceanside, who I was the right-hand man in the media over at Somerville, the one thing that has made him be the successful man that he is is multiple things. You know, you talk God and family, but you talk, you know, in, in faith, but you talk about his personality and the ways to, to communicate to his players, to his parents, to everything. And, and, and i got to tell you something, it, it's continuing where he's at now. Yeah, sure, he had a grandfather who is, uh, you know, by all means of all means. And you think Friday Night Lights, it's Coach John McKissick. But Joe Call is still his own person who continues to do great things. And, and you see that with Coach Schmitty up there at C.E. Murray. You see that with Coach Waters over there at uh, First Baptist. You know, I had a chance this year to work with uh, Coach Steve Pratt. Same thing. I'm going to tell you something. You know, you don't know these coaches until you go side-by-side side with these coaches. And the way they love on their players that you don't see on social media, that you don't see on the field, that you don't see because they're behind the door is amazing. And there's not a coach out here. Shane Fiddler's the same way. Same way. You know, do you see these coaches who are able to really connect with their players? You know, we're, we're, very, um, we're very blessed here tonight to get so many players to have uh, even Wes Mitchell join us. Uh, as he came in around 840, of course, uh, David Shelton joined us at 7 o'clock tonight. But, man, we did this tonight. We did this by the grace of the uh, uh, of God above and, and, and all these athletes that checked in. And I believe we're up to about, what, eight colleges and, man, a couple of, what, 12 to 14 kids calling in tonight and checking in on their big day, Eugene. Yeah, it was such a great – great environment man to, to and platform to have these co- uh high school kids call in you know and, and dave shelton as well you know to kind of give us the the reporter side of it i mean he's at every school around i mean he knows everybody and he's intimately involved he knows these kids from the time they they touch a football uh, a lot of times he knows them from the peewee leagues and, and other sports as well and, and he just he, he just does such a great job covering them in low country um, big shout out to West. So I, I was messaging with West during the day. I know this is his probably biggest day of the year. And uh, he texted me earlier when we got on the show, and he said, "Man, my phone is dead. I got to put it on the charger and get some charge so I can call you guys. You know, let me know when I can call in." I said, "Brother, you know the, the the lines are open for you anytime. Just get you some charge and call in, man." It, it was great having him in because it gives that in, insider perspective. I mean, you know, West, if you're a Gamecock fan. You've got to go. You got it. You, you need to join Gamecock Central and follow Wes. He will give you the insight. He knows the players. He knows the coaches. He knows the ins and outs of the program. What's going on? Uh, kind of, you know. Sometimes he can tell you, hey, you know, we're looking at this guy. You know, when, when there's the coaching search going on. You know, Wes is very intimately involved. And uh, if you want insider information, follow Wes. He'll he'll lead you in yep. the right direction. He's not a blow smoke guy, all that stuff. But um, you know, it's been a a very uh, wow, exciting day. It's Christmas in February. Yep. Signing day is always a fun day for us here and for the kids and families. So congratulations to all the players that signed. 
all the coaches that the-